Hey, Toadsheads, it's Dan, your favorite Dan, mm. here before the show wow. to remind you about the way you feel about me, which is full of respect. And right back at you, I have respect for you. Speaking of respect, it's almost Respect Listener Opinions Month, the very special month where you pick the movie. So right now, you can go to respect.totesregal.com. There will be a form and you can nominate movies for Respect Listener Opinion Month, also known as Lomnoms. And Perfect. then starting April 2nd, go back back to respect.totesregal.com and you will be able to vote on everything nominated unless we hate it and the winner <laughs> will win and be watched for our may episode thank you very much once again that is respect.totesregal.com and i am the best dan bye damn it <laughs> Welcome to Toast Recall, the <laughs> podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember very well. Then pause the recording, eat two pizzas and two salads. Thank you, patrons. Watch that movie come back for a second half. Wow. Now we're talking about the movie again. We know a little bit more about it. <laughs> what did we get right or wrong? How does that movie look in, under the harsh glare of 2022 eyes? My name is Dan. This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie this very special episode is <laughs> Pretty Woman. Oh. oh. I've never seen Pretty that. Woman. I've had that song in my head oh. all day. Also, is that in the movie? Is it from it is. the movie or is it older okay. than the movie? Is this a Mrs. Robinson sitch? No. No. Uh, I mean, it could be. I, I don't know in what way you mean that, but in terms of the <laughs> title song, I think it predates. Okay. I think okay. that's what Dan was asking. Was oh, yes. If the song was written for the movie. And I'm pretty sure, I think I've seen one of those terrible shows on Netflix that sort of pushed, you know, compiled a bunch of things together to be like, here's behind the scenes of the movie. Sure. Mm. Oh. But I'm pretty sure it had a totally different title. And then some executive was like, what about Pretty Woman? Like the song says it all. Oh, wow. so that's how it became Pretty Woman. They walked over to the whiteboard, wrote Pretty Woman, the song, and then a bunch of dollar signs around it. Wow. Oh my gosh, that is like the most like Hollywood, you know, like yeah. conference room meeting where oh, it's yeah. like, what if we just called it Pretty Woman? Because yeah. there's a pretty woman. People <laughs> that's love. what people want to see. You know what I want to see is a pretty woman. Yeah, they first wrote Sexy Broad, and <laughs> yeah. then someone else was just like, eh. <laughs> we're trying to reach all quadrants here. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I have not seen this movie. Who has seen this Me movie? Me neither. Are you serious? Have you seen it? Of course I have. 3 1? We're doing a 3 wow, 1? Wow, this is like a Tokyo Drift situation. Wow, yeah. this is absolutely well, shocking like to me. I guess it's because maybe I'm, though canonically 35, perhaps a little bit older than that. But I remember when it came out in theaters, I think that was in the 90s. I also remember, okay, it had to be before 1991. Okay. Because it was in 1991 that I met my Soviet. Um, Georgia's sister, oh. uh, you know, host family, your Soviet handler, <laughs> and she was obsessed <laughs> with Pretty Woman, and she would say things like, "Oh, I want to go to." Well, I don't want to give it away. So what you're saying is this movie happened in the '90s, but it definitely happened before 1991. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Maybe it was 89, 88. Should 89. we do beloved? Pr- 
Beloved segment on the way to being beloved segment. Uh, union made <laughs> on the way to be union made. Totes union sponsored. Pre-call yes. sixty second. We try and guess the movie we haven't seen. It. Yes, yeah. We're going triplets of Belleville style. That's right. Real quick, should we just do a round of what year we thought it came yeah. out? So we Molly lock it in. Oh, this is very hard for me. I'm going to say eighty nine, eighty six, eighty eight. Ooh, can't resist completing the run. I'm going 87. Yeah, boy. All right, here we go. Terrific. Okay, are so we doing- the three of us are yep. doing this. Yes. Yeah. 20 seconds apiece. Okay. Oh, we go, we're going sequential? No. No, let's do <laughs> that. No, I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who starts? And you. Go. Okay. Uh, we open on New York City. <laughs> Richard Gere is a big money guy, and he has it. Julia Roberts is a prostitute. Ten seconds. Somehow they meet each other, probably because he's looking for a prostitute. <laughs> they become best friends, maybe? Uh, there's probably another woman who's not a prostitute. Julia Roberts tries to go into a store, but they won't serve her because she <laughs> is not, she's a prostitute. And then later, Richard Gere comes back in with her, and they go on a shopping thing, and they do that little, like little jewelry thing mm. where he like bites her hand with the mm. jewelry box and that's it <laughs> my best friend in junior high school's mom was a model and she's on the cover of a magazine in this movie what, what? um Richard Gere buys Ten her a nice dress, and she's like, oh, my God, I've never had a nice dress. I feel like a real woman. Then they get married? Oh, wow. barf. <laughs> stop, stop, All just right. stop. I think we nailed it. I think that seems right, right? <laughs> we definitely covered everything I know about oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, literally all I know is the this thing. Yeah. I don't even know that. I just know Julie Roberts is a sex worker, Richard Gere. Is uh, is there? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I assume he's a client, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's just a friend. Mm -hmm. He probably has a convertible car. Mm. She wears a wig. Great bet. Wait, like the whole movie or just sometimes? Sometimes. She okay. has like a little bob wig. Ooh, okay. Oh. I feel like in, in DVDs <laughs> previews. <laughs> sure. Is this a funny movie? Is this a rom-com? I think it's a rom-com, but maybe there's... A dramatic turn. I just, I, it feels like I'm gonna hate it. Oh yeah, because you hate rom coms. No, no, he hates women. I, oh. I hate women. It's in the title. Come on. No, it's. I don't know. It, my imagination of this movie is like she's a sex worker. He yep. hires her, but it's like, oh, but he actually wants to fall in love, and then he saves her, and that mm. makes me want to. Barf. Yeah, I I yeah. do have concerns that there will be some, as we've discussed in previous episodes with previous movies, perhaps some problematic power dynamics going on with this uh, presented as romantic question mark relationship. Yeah, yeah. Molly's and grunting leads me to believe I am wrong. Yes, there's maybe more to it. No, I'm thinking about it. Go ahead, Beth. You were gonna... I was going to apologize for using the word prostitute, mm. but they definitely use that word in this movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, sex worker is probably more of a time. I will say this for it, and this may be changed with rewatching it, but the way I remember it being presented is these are two business people who put business first. Oh. She knows herself and her business. Okay. Um, and she is not presented as someone in, who's frail or in need of rescue. Okay. okay. Um, and he is in mergers and acquisitions, which is very 80s. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... 
Yeah, both of them approach it as a business. Interesting. Oh, so he's like, I can business your business? No, he's not offering her any business He's not advice. an angel investor? He's not an angel okay. investor. It's not like that. I guess I'm just saying is it's not like she is a frail prostitute who wants to be doing something different. Mm. It's more like she is a sex worker who has her own business and knows herself. Gotcha. Oh, and they're just like buds hanging out? Mm, but they have a mutual respect, perhaps. I don't know. I guess I'm just saying it's not what you've presented. I don't want right. to give away. This is this is always the interesting moment when not all of us have seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Is I think part of the fun is that you don't know what's going to happen, which is insane to me because this movie played on TBS nonstop <laughs> for like didn't 20 years. It had a woman in the title. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I feel like new listeners, this is... That is not Dan's actual personality. Hey, you don't stand up for him. He can defend okay, himself fair. from his bits. I mean, probably as a like an eleven year old boy or whatever. That's true. You probably were like, ugh. Oh, probably was like, yeah, prostitute, great. <laughs> really? A deep eleven. You wouldn't even know what it was about. You just see pretty woman. You're like, ass eh, news. And then you see another. It's like Ninja Death Squad. Well, You'd be like, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was too young. Mm. When it was on, I think it was a movie for teens and okay. adults. And I was probably a preteen when it was really playing. For sure. That's just when it first came out, though. What mm. I'm telling you is this has been on, and it was like a constant ratings getter for TBS for so long. Like, they oh. could run it, I don't know, they ran it pretty frequently, and every time it did well. Mm. I'm excited to see it because it is permeates culture it's so very deeply. Famous. Yes. <laughs> so um, I'm excited to understand the references and maybe there are references that I hear all the time that I don't <gasps> even know are references Ooh, to maybe. that movie. Yeah. Richard Gere was a superstar. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I also don't care about him at all. Yes. Is that just because the era he's from or was he was like good generic man at a time? Whereas like Julia Roberts, she pops. She's... In contention for America's sweetheart at this table, right? Yeah, but Sandra Bullock. She was definitely <laughs> America's sweetheart before the, Sandra Bullock came along. Oh yeah, yeah. especially yeah. after Pretty Woman came out. Oh yeah, this was like her big breakthrough role. She had been in Mystic Pizza before this. Mm-hmm. There is a character in this movie that is very prominent that you're going to be excited to see. Oh, mm-hmm. a best friend. Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. A hot dog car vendor. <gasps> Hot dog, oh, hot dog, oh, no, I'm so sorry, I've misled you. No, no, no. Um, but it is the same character actor who was also in the Princess Diaries. Oh, 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 the the guard. What Secret Service? Or because whatever? this is a Gary Marshall movie. It is. This is a Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. Yes. You're telling me swarthy sex machine bodyguard <laughs> is also in this movie? Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. Is this a? F- Kind of a family movie? Um, It was <laughs> made by it? Disney. I don't know. See? It was like a Disney-owned company. It sure. must be Paramount. because, yeah. Buena Vista? Buena maybe. Vista, maybe. Yeah, I think so. But, like, is it less about sex than I think it is? Right. <laughs> they, that's handled in a very straightforward way. And I would say I would personally feel uncomfortable watching it with a young person. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. For a particular scene. Oh. oh. But then once what? you... <laughs> What? They're going to be butts. We talking butts? (laughs) Um, it's just like pretty clear what's happening. Um, because you can see a butt (laughs) or two butts. Um, I'm not sure how to really 
put this. You know what? Let's it talk about it. It sounds like we're not going to see a butt. I mean, I, you're not going to see. Jaquette's bald bet, two butts. Oh, yeah. Two I, butt bet. I, I, there's there's not so much but I bet Julia Roberts is topless. <sighs> wow. Boss. Not so much. It's oh, more shoot. like a- Sack? Are we getting full sack? <laughs> sack sack? No, sack. you're not getting any flaccidness. <laughs> no. No, no flaccidness. <laughs> no. Wait. Wow. What? <laughs> Listen, it's just very clear which sex act she is committing. I see. Oh. And she's distracted by something. And that's a part book. comedy, but also <laughs> part about who her character is. I see. Got it. Right. Everybody so listening sounds, knows what I'm talking about. This sounds like comedy yeah. and mm-hmm. romance. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think so, it is a rom-com. Yeah. But it's got some dark undertones and they took some, it used to be darker. The really? first script was way darker and they really brought it back. How much does it deal with like class and economic issues? Um, I think it, it certainly confronts them. Okay. Is this like the magic mic of the eighties? No, <laughs> no magic mic is like way more down to earth uh, and okay. less about the stripping and you know, whatever that people think it's it about. The most surprising thing about <laughs> magic mic. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I haven't either. Oh I really? Yeah. I've heard it's a real romp. I, um, I read, uh, I recently went on my honeymoon to hot Vanna. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do we call it? Sweat, Sweat Vanna. Vanna. Sweat Vanna. It's good. Hot um, Vanna's fine. And Magic Mike XXL is listed as one of the movies that takes place there. Oh, <laughs> like, so did you watch it? I no, I have. I think I have seen that with your wives. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. No big deal. Brag. And Molly. Mm-hmm. Brag. Yeah. Oh, uh, hello there, Channing <laughs> Tatum. It's me, the mayor of Savannah, Georgia. Is it Robert Ross? Are you and Joe Manganiello gonna come and oh, take no. off your clothing around the whole community to save the rec center or some whatever this movie's about? I think that's what it was about. Sure. All I, here's all Ooh, I remember Matthew about it. Matthew McConaughey maybe is in the first one. Do you? Are you going to empower these troubled young men through the power of sexual dance? Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum wants to make furniture. Is that this one? That's the plot of Maybe. that movie? Yeah, which I thought was so interesting because I just recently... Oh, we had also watched Stella Got Her Groove Back. Oh, it's a great oh, one. Is that the name of it? Super fun, how, yeah. How, how Stella Got Her yeah. Groove Back. And she also makes furniture. Is that how and she gets her groove back? <laughs> no. No. She gets her groove <laughs> she, back by grooving with a very butts? Butts? younger man. Two butts? There are for so sure many butts, butts in that movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway, furniture making is also a trope in these great. movies. Sure, yeah, I get it. So what I'm hearing is in this movie, at some point, Julie Roberts makes a chair. Yeah, she's she's like whittling. (laughs) Is this where I break up? I watched one hour of Dog on an airplane recently. (gasps) Yes. So like the first like two thirds of it, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. The Channing Tatum movie about him taking a army dog Mm -hmm. to the army dog's master's funeral. Oh, wow. wow. I, I... I guess I kind of wanted to finish it, but I guess not enough to actually do it on the yeah. other plane ride. But way more like, haha, art liberals dumb, the army rules than I expected. Really? really? Yeah. Huh. And I don't know if that's just the kind of movie it was, or if we were seeing a Chan and Tatum arc where he comes around that like murder's not as cool as he thought it was. Because <laughs> you missed the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But like, it really had me thinking. Mm. Still, Chan and Tatum, very charming. Nice. Oh, yeah. How about that dog? 
Good, good dog. Nice. But also bad dog. <gasps> wow. Troubled dog. Oh. Dog with her trauma. Oh. Dog was attacking everybody. Oh, no. Yeah, understandable. But who is going to heal who? All right. Mm. You won't know because you never watched the ending. Probably yep. <laughs> they both just end up as broken as they were at the beginning. Yeah, That's maybe. usually how movies work. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway, so I refused to finish it because <laughs> oh. they didn't allow us to sponsor that movie. They didn't pay us to advertise for the movie. Jenny Tatum, you lost. Yeah, you we lost tweeted dogs at you for like a year. Yeah, Not Beth, quite. edit my ramble so it sounds menacing and good. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so it sounds menacing. Done. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> just put a just put a filter over it where he says like a crazy Darth Vader voice. <laughs> All of a sudden... Here's a question about Pretty Woman, yes. the yes. movie we were watching. Uh, do you think it'll pass the Bechdel Wallace? Gosh, it's got woman in the title. Right. Doesn't, isn't that an automatic But it's singular. No. It's singular. I'm going to say yes. I She's got to like have a best friend. She I has to have like some sort co-worker. of friend. Or, yeah, or, there has to be another woman around. I'm going to say yes, too. Because pretty implies that you're being compared to someone else. <laughs> so there has to be a less pretty woman. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. got to be an ugly woman. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, what is pretty? Right. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to up the ante and say I think there could be two different groups of women who pass. Wow. wow. So I think Julia Roberts still at the center of each of them. Okay. It's a okay. pivot situation, so not a, you know, event, four people. Event diagram of passing. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and guess who else is in this movie? Jason Alexander. Wow. Whoa. He plays a real, real not cool person. Do we see his butt? <laughs> uh, maybe. <gasps> It's possible. Nice. I don't think so, no. but never know. <laughs> never know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> she says, you've made a mistake. Real, no, big mistake. Huge. Yeah. That's a quote. That is a quote. What is she talking about? This is, I keep on going back to the scene. So there's a, here's, this is what I understand mm-hmm. is that at one point she goes into a store that is pretty expensive and the owner or somebody who works at the store kicks her out because she's like, you aren't good enough. Or she like doesn't pay attention to her or something. Mm -hmm. And then she comes back with Richard Gere Mm -hmm. and then tells, or, or maybe without him, Mm -hmm. but with the money. Oh, show me the money. (laughs) Show me the money. She does. And she's like, you've made a bit, you've made a big mistake. Or maybe she says that first. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. No, of course not. Oh, wow. Guess we'll find out in the second half. I mean, Beth is so close. She's like, I'm a pretty rich woman. Pretty rich. And you're pretty wrong about that. You're pretty judgy lady. Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. Judge it by its money. (laughs) That's right. This (laughs) is a very pro-capitalism movie. Is Richard Gere at any point going to tell Julia Roberts she is a pretty woman? Uh, No. Is Richard Gere at any point going to tell someone to buy something or sell something? Yes. Okay. I mean, he might tell her she's pretty. I don't know if he exactly says it. You like are that. a pretty woman. That's the line I'm looking for. Okay, yeah. You, you are a pretty woman, it. or you are pretty woman. <laughs> you are pretty woman. <laughs> I'll take either, but I'm looking for you are. I'm looking a pretty for woman. pretty woman. Don't walk away. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! Is okay. that the song? Yeah, it's a lyric of the song. So don't walk on by. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I just not walking down the street. Well, she does I a lot of walking in that to. song. 80s movies love <laughs> New York sex workers. Is that they true? Do, but this doesn't take place in New York. What? LA? Oh. LA? Uh, wow. Thumbs down. Because they're at the store, they're 
at is Rodeo Drive. It is, is Rodeo, Rodeo Drive. Drive. No Immediate. hot dog vendors in any part of LA. No. Nope. Oh, it's probably just gonna be like some idiot who's just like, oh, do you want to uh, plant a palm tree with me? Surfing lessons for sale. <laughs> hey, bro, I got a chalupa. <laughs> put it on your butt. Oh what? I'm what? LA. <sighs> wow. LA I merch. really hope these characters show up. <laughs> hey, you like, hey, pretty lady, you got money? I see it in your hand that you're flashing. You look pretty rich. Uh, and yes. also, you're so beautiful. Oh, throw my skateboard in a little pool. <laughs> Oh, hey, you need some lewds? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't even have to watch the oh, movie. I'm furious. That is so spot on. I'm furious it's not in New York. No, it's definitely not in New York. So at the end of the movie, oh. we had guessed that Richard Gere would be saving Julia Roberts, maybe. Mm. Yeah. But I also, wanna, I, yes, <laughs> I also want to add who saved who. Right. Oh, right. Well, that's fair. And it's very interesting you bring up saving. Oh. And I think you just have to hold on to that interest until you see the movie. Wow. Interest, saving. Mm-hmm. We're talking banks. Bonds. Money, money, money. <laughs> okay, new bet. Uh, Richard Gere is targeted for assassination. And <laughs> Julia Roberts <laughs> saves him from the sniper's bullet. Yeah. 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 She's like a super spy, undercover. Oh, it's revealed at the end. She's like, duh, my name is Russian woman, bitch. And this is why Molly's Soviet yes. handler, handler yep. loved the movie yeah. so much. Yeah, she did. I remember we watched it. We all watched it like as, so it was out on VHS by 1991. Sure. That gives us any clues, 92, somewhere in there. Uh, but yeah, she was like, oh, I want to go to L.A., and like meet Richard Gere. And I was like, oh, I feel for you. Yeah. yeah, that movie makes us all feel that way. How concerned should we be that some scene in this movie will activate Molly's programming? <laughs> oh, Which yeah. programming? Is like Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. There's yeah. Like the <laughs> Queen of Diamonds. Yeah, or whatever where like the Soviet handler has implanted certain lines from this movie. Yeah. As soon as she sees that thing close. Oh, no. Her pupils dilate and she immediately stands upright. <laughs> Busts through the wall yep yeah kool-aid, Kool-Aid man, man style. style and just like heads for i don't know the Strongest, airport or something never boy before in town <laughs> <laughs> never before have our listeners had such incentive to stick around for the second half wow yeah, yeah if molly's not here you'll know <laughs> also in the second half i'll find out if it is the queen of diamonds that in Manchurian candidate is the trigger i don't remember now is oh, it oh i don't know a card jack of diamonds is it the same in i feel like both it's a phase card. isn't it a certain sequence of cards I feel like Sinatra has to like put up a bunch of cards at once or something in a certain order. That movie's good. It is good. Yeah. I never saw the new one. Yeah. I which saw the old is probably one. bad. But the new uh-huh. last one, old one, first old one. one. The Ridge. Good. Affy? Yeah. Ooh, yeah great definitely yeah. an Affy. Wow. How did you not know that? I yeah. did. I knew it because I saw the, oh, yeah, the yeah, list. Interesting. And... You saw it before <laughs> Dan did. It's so true. It's yeah. I did it when I was remember. like probably like in high school. Wow. I saw that one before I did the list. Intentionally. Because <laughs> I'm interested in film. Molly, how should we rate this movie? Oh, what a great question. Thanks. Um, for it. <laughs> uh, we're going to rank this by uh, how many no hot dog cart. 
What does that mean? Um, it is, uh, well, usually you guys suggest what it is. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. Is it, yeah, okay. Is it's, it someone screaming for a hot dog cart to get out of there or it's someone selling like faux hot dogs? I know hot dogs. Well, it's in LA, so they're not going to sell hot dogs. Maybe they have a cart and like people keep on coming up and they, they see it. Like, I'd like a hot dog. And they're like, no hot dog cart. Yep. Because they don't sell hot dogs. Because they're selling like, like smoothies. Yeah. Because they're Friggin in LA. It's very Tofu deceiving. dogs. Yeah. Oh, there's no, yeah. Like, I'm thinking like something very healthy, like a kale salad. Corn. With avocado. Yeah. It's California. But is it like, yeah. is it like compressed in into a yeah. tube and then put in a little like sprouted <laughs> bun? No, it, there's no way. It, it doesn't even resemble a hot dog. That's part of there the theory. No hot dogs. No hot dogs. No hot but dogs. But the cart looks like a hot dog cart. Well, yeah, because it's been converted. <laughs> converted hot dogs. So they <laughs> took like, an old hot dog yeah. cart and converted into the salad exactly. cart. Exactly. Uh, okay. They painted it cool, pastel, yeah. 1980s LA colors. They just didn't do it well enough, and people still think it's no, a hot dog cart. No, they did a great job. Then why are people coming up yeah, asking for hot dogs? Because people are frustrating, and that's why this person is frustrated. <laughs> oh, okay. This, this, uh, and that's red, why they're yelling. Yeah. No hot dog cart. Yeah, no hot sick dog of cart. It. Right. Is okay. this uh, related at all to our very established character who sells discount teas? What's his name? <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Well, wa oh, Wallace. No. B Wallace. Beebold Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, Beebold Wallace. Beebold Wallace decided to start fresh. Pivoted. Oh, it's the same Pivoted. guy? Yeah. Oh, no. Because the t-shirts weren't working out, and yeah, so went into food. Yeah, he got his legs food. broken by Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, he had to move out of Gotham, and he's... Out at Venice Beach trying to sell... <laughs> no hot dogs. No, well, no, he's on salads. Rodeo Drive. Oh, he's on Rodeo Drive. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he makes a lot for every sale, but they're just pretty infrequent. Okay. Yeah. And there's just a lot of him navigating people who are just looking for a hot dog. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. yeah. This guy's had a rough couple of years. Yeah, that's a tough time. Listen, he's, he's trying to... I respect the hustle, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I respect the hustle. Yeah. Dan? Yes. Uh, I respect that you are rating it first. Thank you. I respect myself for being the one who deserves to go first. Wow. Um, I don't know anything about this movie except for the clappy thing where she laughs at the clapping thing. And apparently there may or may not be butts in it. Um, I'm also concerned like Dan is that I will not enjoy this movie and that it will be of its time in a way that is just like boring and dumb. So I'm going to take a cowardly three, mm. which I guess means... Am I asking three times if there's a hot dog or? Yes. Okay. So I'm told no hot dog card three times. Yes. Okay. Because you keep trying it like tofu dog. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like certainly you have. Like a, veggie dog. Right. Veggie, and like yeah. no hot dog no card. Hot dog. Right. Yep. All right. Cold kale salad. Yeah. Card. Yes. Great. With a nice vinaigrette. Beth, you are second as we all know. Yes. And we respect uh, you for it. Yes. Oh, well, I respect myself as well for being second and <laughs> knowing I can be patient enough to not go first. Uh, I take the note. Three. <laughs> 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 I have no idea. I have no idea. I just, um, yeah, I've seen that scene probably a thousand times or at least like just the like the second where he closes it and then she laughs. Um, and that's all I know about it. And so that seems like a okay scene. <laughs> sure. They're fun. They're having fun. Yeah. So uh, three. I'm going to go with that. Great. Great. My name is Dan. I am 
respectful that I am third. Um, <laughs> and we respect you for it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm going to give it a two. It feels like a movie I'm not going to like for things I've already said. Yes, and Woman also, is in the title. Woman is in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, uh, rom-com from a time when I had no interest in rom-coms and maybe there's problematic parts. And I don't think I like Richard Gere that much. I like Julia Roberts. It's not in New York, so there's no hot duck cards. <laughs> <laughs> and it is in LA. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's not going to do anything for me. Great. Mm. Right. Bold. So, a grumpy, calling that a grumpy. A grumpy yeah, too. That's pretty grumpy. grumpy. Too. Nice. Wow, just gave up after two tries, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Great. Didn't have a hot dog or uh, I mean, Dan grew up in California, so he knows how it works. Yeah, right? that's if, fair. if you don't get what you want oh, the second try, no big deal. Yeah, it's not like Minnesota where you have to ask three times. <laughs> Local reference. Uh, so I'm gonna okay. I have some nostalgia associated with this movie. Um, I'm hoping to see something new in it with fresher eyes. It's been at least 20 years since I've seen it, and uh, I agree that Richard Gere. Is a little flat, though not as flat as rom-com dudes often are. Mm. Yeah. Um, although certainly Julia Roberts sparkles. <laughs> um, of course. Uh, and it's basically like made around her, right? This whole movie is made for her. Uh, and she's really pivotal in it, right? Because she has to be both funny and somebody you care about. And I think my memory is you do they do a good job making you care about her and a decent job of caring about him. And then the extra characters are really fun. So I'm going to give it an optimistic four uh, with a star deducted for the cringiness that I know is about to happen. Real quick. Is that a three? That was a four. So it was down from a five. Four no hot dog carts minus one star. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. (laughs) No, that makes sense. It's like a Yelp rating. Yeah. Real quick, Molly. Yeah. We respect you for waiting to go last. Oh, thank you. So much respect. So much respect. And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Pretty Woman, and we'll be right back. Uh, um. Hello, everyone. It's me, Beth Gibbs. You probably just heard me talk earlier, or maybe I didn't say anything in the first half. (laughs) Time will tell. Uh, I am here to tell you that we have a couple announcements. Announcement number one, we are going to do a live holiday show. Wow. Yes, December 8th, save the date. Uh, we'll let you know what the movie is and the time when we find out what those things are. Yeah, we've, but we've got some things brewing. This know, live show was postponed from April 2020. Yeah. I was looking what at the contract then, and I was like, oh. We, <laughs> we just weren't feeling it. Like, this, just, is, yeah. no. this is sort of a new one, right? This is a new one. The postponed one hasn't happened yet. I, get, I mean, I guess. Who knows? Who's to say? This is like a fun little thing because we want to do something fun for the holidays. And we know that your calendars start to fill up quick. So, yeah. so save Thursday, the December 8th. Tell grandma you can't come home for an extra week because you're going to Totes Recall's live holiday show. Oh, and it will be in Minneapolis. Yes, we should say that. And if you have suggestions for a holiday movie, we will listen to them and think about them. That that seems like it's under-promising. If someone sent me a suggestion via Twitter or yeah. email yeah. or any of our social media channels, I would be ecstatic. And I would love to hear what your idea of a fun holiday movie to watch would be. 
bonus if it's a little on the shorter side, <laughs> right. just well, to be yeah. totally honest. Like and if it's seven minutes. Yeah. And if it's <laughs> probably if it's not owned by Disney, but we'll work it out. We pay for rights, people. Yeah. So um, anyway, we would love to hear your suggestions. You can hit us up on any social media or you can leave a voicemail about this or honestly Whatever anything. Else. Um, that number is for maybe the first time ever here clearly So as you can see, that jingle makes complete sense and helps you remember the real phone number, which of course is 612-208-9788. Or you can just go to totesrecall.com and all of our contact information is there. Sure is. Beth? Sorry for stealing this from you. No, yeah. uh, that was my second announcement. Is oh, feel free to reach out to us at any time, and we would love a voicemail. Sure would. Love to hear some voices. Yeah, we're an audio medium, people. That's yeah. true. Yeah. All right, back to the show. Yay. Um. Um. And we're back. We just watched one hour and fifty nine minutes of. 1990s fashion, ah. Rodeo mm-hmm. Drive, and snail catching. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. That is right. Uh, 1990 is the year of this movie. Yes. None of us guessed it. Yes. I, <laughs> All uh, four years prior to that. I'd like to apologize for essentially bullying Molly into not picking 1990. <laughs> That's true. You were right there. You said before in the 90s and before yep. 1991. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah. And that I really was like, that been. couldn't possibly be true. <laughs> <laughs> no movies were made in 1990. <laughs> So I apologize. Oh, you know what? That's that's on me. And I started to backtrack too because I was realizing it had come out on VHS, and that seemed to further narrow the possibilities. Right, so right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Cowardly nineteen eighty. And also, like you probably didn't even get the movie in Soviet Russia until like nineteen ninety five. So. Well, no, yeah. that's yeah. And they had to encode it with all the go words or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Are you making the Manchurian candidate reference? Yes, okay, that is. Gotcha. What that it would have been the Queen of Diamonds. Yep. That was the card. Yes. Nailed it. Mm. Yeah, Nailed it. Gibbs. From the first half. Yeah. I hope we didn't activate too many agents by saying <laughs> Just that. saying the words Queen of Hearts? <laughs> oh, no. Don't they just see the card? Well, I don't know. Now we're all seeing it in our mind's eye. Don't think of a Queen of Diamonds. Yeah, <gasps> that's like that. <gasps> yeah, it's hard not <laughs> to do that. Yeah. We need to win one more award this season before we have... Folks, it's award season. It's award season, and we've been winning all the awards. Oh, baby. For the segment. the AFI of awards winners. Yes. In that we have almost 123. Yes, exactly. Our shelf... Our shelf is nearly, nearly. It's just bowed and broken by all the awards. Brackets hold on. Awards for this segment, which is sixty second summary. Six six. In which one of us summarizes the movie we've just seen, Pretty Woman, in sixty seconds or less? No, must be sixty seconds. Um, as is tradition, I will volunteer to do it. I think I did the last. I think movie? you did. Okay. 
But I don't know because we haven't recorded in a while because somebody got married. Check wow. out patreon.com for our bonus content. <laughs> find out who <laughs> yes, got find married. Find out which one of us got married recently. <laughs> Uh, I feel I shouldn't do it because I've seen it a million times. Okay. So. I don't think Beth's done this segment. Oh, don't. oh there we go. <laughs> I don't think Beth's ever done it. Yeah. No, I've never done it. Do you want a rock, paper, scissors it? Whoever's been yeah. married right. most recently has That's to do One, two, three, segment. go. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Wow. Winner. So I lose. Winner yeah, so it. you have to do it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Here, here, timer. Don't want that award. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not the only award-winning person who right. can do a 60-second summary. Yeah, sure. Okay. Unless you want to win worst summary of the year. All right, everyone, let's pull it together. The independent theater artist who do podcast award right. is coming. Okay, and begin. <laughs> we open on Los Angeles, California. We're all furious. Uh, Richard Gere teases the fact that he actually lives in New York and this movie could have taken place in New York, but his business is in Los Angeles. We see Julia Roberts. She is a sex worker. She may or may not have a body double putting clothing on at the beginning of the movie. We meet her friend. She's wearing a wig. Richard Gere steals a car from his lawyer and then picks her up because he doesn't know how to get back to his hotel. She says, I'll do it for five oh my God. <laughs> Richard Gere uh, is like, please stay with me for a while. And she's like, okay, here's, give me more money because that's how it works. And she <laughs> undersells herself, I say. Then he says, stay with me for the whole week that I'm here. She does okay with the price. They do a little negotiating back and forth. Anyway, they get to know each other. She <laughs> 48 seconds. has a class situation where she buys clothes and wonders why she's even involved. In they fall in love, even though they're not supposed to. Richard Gere ostensibly falls in love with her at the end. Daryl is the limo driver. He rules. Hector Elizondo helps her dress better. Time. Shit. Wow. wow, 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 wow. Rusty, man. That's pretty good. I am rusty. I feel like you, you like wrapped up the movie and then added some fun details. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, got, I really, I really panic there at the end. I think we should add that uh, <laughs> Please. while all of this is happening, I mean, you nailed it. I think we're mm -hmm. going to win the award for sure. Okay, 100% just, just Utah? To, uh, shall we say? 100% yes. Utah. Thank you. Just mm -hmm. to rub uh, our no. faces no. in the competitors? Nope. What? No. Rub our awards in the competitors' faces. I'll add on some details. Beth, edit this so much. <laughs> It's impossible. Do you want it to be more menacing? Was that? <laughs> yeah. I've seen and make sense. Okay. <laughs> um... The detail I will add is that uh, Richard Gere is trying to to seal a deal, a business deal, yes. in which he is buying a company so he can take it apart and sell it and get money. He is very explicit about what he does in a way that was almost refreshing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's very clear. Yeah. yeah. And there's no confusion over what he does. But by the end, his big moral turn is that he instead helps build a company instead of just taking it apart for money. Yes. We'll talk more about that later. Yes, but that business deal is happening, so you see his growth? Question mark. Question mark. There. Uh, yep. I should have also mentioned that Julie Roberts' character, Vivian, uh, she... Ten, I mean, she has, as Molly alluded to in the first half, they tend they have a fairly professional but friendly relationship for mm -hmm. most of the movie. Um, they, I mean, clearly they are warming to each other, but for the most part, for the most movie, they are, uh, I don't know, very pleasant companions in this business transaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she is sort of like 
never quite sure why he wants her around or why he's bringing her to these very classy events yeah. mm-hmm. and making her, I don't know, dress classy and go to classy restaurants and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if he knows either, honestly. And you know what? Neither do I. Hey. <laughs> yes, I find both Richard Gere and Richard Gere's character confusing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I can't quite get a handle on either one. I don't I think Richard Gere acts fine. Uh-huh. I'm not he doesn't do a bad job, but I also don't know what he's doing. <laughs> and I also don't know what the character wants. And I don't really feel like he grew. And there's a lot of lines that I don't know if they're supposed to be funny. Right. And he delivers them in a way that is ambiguous. Like, is it a stinger? Right. Is it supposed to be that the character is not funny and he's doing a good job <laughs> of <laughs> delivering an incomprehensible line I, that makes no sense? Right. I wrote at one point in my notes, is he supposed to be dead inside? <laughs> Yeah, kind of. I, I think, think actually, right? and apparently, he was directed to. St- he was like one of your between him and Julie Roberts. He was like one of your character moves, and the other one doesn't. Yeah, guess which one you are, Richard Gere. Right. And so he had to like tone back his acting. Yes, like that. Basically, it was really about the Julia Roberts character. Yes, and yeah. he maybe went too far. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I think compared to what we might want to see if we were crafting the story from scratch yes. in 2022, sure. But I do want to give some credit that he is essentially like the Prince Charming character. This is basically a remake of Cinderella. Sure, 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 sure. sure. And he has so much more growth in detail than most rom-com um, potential fits ever do. Sure. Okay. I yeah. saw that it was adapted from Pygmalion. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I guess I only know as My Fair Lady. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. I wondered if one of her outfits was supposed to be a uh, homage oh. to that. Oh. When she was wearing her Audrey Hips. black hat and her oh, yeah. white yeah. dress. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. If I, I hated it so much. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's not good. Strong. Wow. I had, here's a fun fact about that movie. I had a picture of Audrey Hepburn from that movie framed in my bedroom. Yeah. I had never seen the movie. I just loved Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Because I just thought she was like so classy and it represented kind of like Hollywood kind of sure. glam. Um, and then I saw that movie. I was so disappointed. Oh. <laughs> it's not good. Henry Higgins. <laughs> Wait. Which one? Wait, which one are you talking? Breakfast at Tiffany's. No, I'm no talking you're talking about, about my, my fair, fair lady. lady. Oh, I like my fair lady. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Sorry, I misunderstood. Breakfast but you hated my fair lady. I hated my fair lady because I, it has I, the word lady in the title. Yes, yes. 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 I'm I'm uh, on board with this bit. It doesn't make me uncomfortable at all. I haven't seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, really? No, it's not on the Affy, and I don't need to see a caricature of a yeah, Japanese it's, man. It's bad. Yeah. The book he, is really good. Okay. And the cat is good. Mm-hmm. It's a good cat. Okay. Good cat. There you go. Just look up YouTube Breakfast at Tiffany's cat, cat scenes. Cat scenes. Yeah. But I will say this. Like Breakfast at Tiffany's, I think it only works because, to the extent that it does work, because it's Audrey Hepburn. And I would say that this yes. role... And this movie only works because it's Julia Roberts. Yeah. Oh, she is so oh, charming. Sure. She mm-hmm. charms. Like she charms. she charms the shit out of this movie. Yeah. It's just weird. I think my only honestly, I probably would have less issue with Richard Gere's performance if it didn't end with her falling in love with him. Because I'm just like, yeah. why? Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. <laughs> like, he's yeah, such I, a dud most of the time. I get why he falls for her. Like oh, yeah. 100%. America but I, fell for her. When she, yeah. at, towards the end, she 
tells him that she loves him. Yes. And we all gasped. Because <laughs> yeah, like, it was shocking. Mm, it's like, why? Now like, I, I will. mean, I get why you would love that. offer you a condo? Yeah, like, yeah. love getting new clothes all the time. But, like, she genuinely seems like she loves him, and it's baffling to me. Well, it, but he did act vulnerable and tell us about his dad issues. Right. Oh. Uh, but also, I think it's kind of... Um, Ow. Yeah. The I mean, bar listen, is so, so low. low. Yeah, you don't gonna, understand how low the bar is. Back. But <laughs> also, wow. her dating history is only dating people who are terrible. Right. Yeah. Bums, as she calls them. Bums, Bums yeah. right? Yeah. And so he's like definitely a step up from sure. that. So sure. she on her romantic journey is headed in a better direction. And she's holding a higher standard for him than he does for himself. So what? And he has to reach to meet it. Are you saying that they have maybe like 50 50 shot of making it then? Oh, I think they'll date for a while. And I think that she will dump him and find somebody better. Nice. I think she's on a larger trajectory I'm here. thinking, here's what I'm I thinking, so. right? Mm-hmm. She what? I said, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking she, you know, they, they spend some more time together. They help each other, you know, like mm-hmm. they st- like he does manage to loosen up. He does break some of that ice around his We're heart. We're told by his lawyer that he's never acted this yes. way before. And But at a certain <laughs> point, she is going to look at him one morning mm-hmm. and think to herself of that time in the whatever hotel, yep. whatever it's called. Do you remember a kindly hotel manager by the mm. name of Barnard Thompson? Oh, Barnard Thompson. And she will realize perhaps the well-dressed older man that she should spend time with oh. is Mr. Barnard Thompson. And I will tell you why, because that is who I would choose. <laughs> <laughs> Hector Lozano Ugh. rules so hard. So what hard. He plays the hotel manager. Yes. Who uh, at first is trying to get rid of Julie Roberts. This this uh, this woman of, of lesser status than the hotel is yeah. catering to. Yes. He's essentially her fairy godmother. Yes. Oh, wow. I get it now. Mm-hmm. I get it. And but he then he... Fucking rules. He rules. I mean, he... But he like rules and like he makes the, the capitalist machine work. He's yes. like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Richard Gere, Mr. Lewis is our richest client, so we will do anything for him, but we got to be discreet. So I'm going to help you, a sex worker. Yes. <laughs> Blended. Right. And he's like, does it. He calls the right people. He's all about he makes it. Makes the calls. But the most. <laughs> the most heartbreaking scene is when he's done all these helpful things oh. and he's just trying to get some fucking recognition yes. from Moneybags Lewis. Yes. And he just like tries to give him his card as Richard Gere walks away and he, uh, Hector Elizondo kills it. I'm just like, oh, and I missed her. Thompson. Hotel manager. Uh, Redeemed to- at the end. Yeah. Yes, he does say his name. So mm-hmm. he did actually manage to, uh, I don't know, prostrate himself correctly in front of this very rich <laughs> patron of the hotel. Um, uh, true Toad's heads will remember that Hector Elizondo played the incredibly sexual bodyguard in yes. uh, Princess Diaries that yes. definitely is banging the queen. Oh, yes, for absolutely. sure, 100%. I have now decided in my head, Canada, that he is always that character. He is always a, a state agent of a fictional <laughs> European country. And, and so, a very good lover. And a very good lover and also a expert assassin. Yes. And so I like to believe that he is undercover in that hotel. Okay. And that at any time... He honestly, maybe his mark was Edward Lewis, but he was so charmed by Vivian that he's like, oh, I wow, can't, he's not, I can't take him away from her. He's mm-hmm. not fully evil after all. Right. You don't have to. Maybe he next on the block, 
Richard Lewis was going to buy up Ooh, Morovia or whatever. That maybe, mm-hmm. maybe one of those Navy contracts <laughs> was to sell warships to Morovia. And so he was... Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> and he was sent there to kill Edward Lewis if he was going to destroy the Morse company. Uh, okay. But then when he learned that he, Mr. Mor- uh, Mr. Lewis had warmed his heart and decided to profit off of military <laughs> contracts, <laughs> which is how we know he's grown as a yeah. human being. He's ethical now. Yes. Because he's building something. Yes, he's building he's something, building something that will destroy so much. He's Listen, the bar is that he's not as bad as his lawyer. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that's maybe, Molly, I think that's maybe the core of my problem with this character is mm-hmm. that his growth is so minimal. Mm. Um, Like he goes from destroying companies to building destroyers. And he goes from like <laughs> not being able to um, emotionally attach at all to like sort of doing it a little bit. I- I, I, I get you. I yeah. do think, though, that there is something when I was watching it more freshly this time, yes. realizing that he sets up Vivian in a way that he was accustomed to doing. Like, I'll set you up in a wonderful apartment with all the money and stuff that you need, and then we'll be able to continue to see each other. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I want more than that. And he's like, well, I can't do more than that. And she's like, great. I'm walking away Fuck from the table. You. This yeah. uh, negotiation of love. Yes. I'm taking my boots and walking. Anyway, whatever. I don't know what people say. I'm a great negotiator. So the point is, um, but then, yeah, he has to push himself way harder than like he who this guy who has trouble taking off his shoes and socks at a park or taking a day off of work. Right. Yeah. Stands up in the middle of a limousine with an umbrella and some flowers yeah, and to, a flock of doves that I or pigeons that I assume he bought and that he placed bought and right placed, there. yeah, there for to, to fly away as he drove up. But he made himself ridiculous in order to fit into what her idea was. Right. So I I think it's actually like it's not good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. But we're also they're not getting married. Right. They're just. Continuing their relationship right. as two adults who are on okay. a similar plane with each other, right? That's fair. So we're not having to go as far. I That's will fair. give the script credit that there is once when they're first having that conversation of like, oh, I'll set you up with a condo blah, and she's saying like, I want you know this the whole thing, yeah. And like they do, I will give the script credit that at one point he says at that point like, this is the best I can do. This is a big step for me. So like, mm-hmm. there's at least something to indicate like he has some self awareness that he is just like. This wooden, dead inside <laughs> man who clearly like has some like unresolved issues with his family. Like they mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit. So there is something that I think it's just that it's such a contrast between him and Julia Roberts. Yeah. That's what makes yeah. it confusing. I think. Yeah. Like it's just such a difference in like levels of engagement with the world. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And like, what is her growth? I guess she stops being a sex worker. Right. I think that's it, right? We don't see her change much. There's a little bit about her having a little bit more confidence in herself because she's not being pushed down all the time. Not pushed down, but um, put down all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she's talking about going back to school, maybe. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think she actually does, right? Because she's like, two months ago, this would have been a fine offer. It's not good enough for me anymore. Ah. 
So I guess yeah. she's learning that her she, worth. She, she's learning her worth. She can yes. she can't ask for more out of life. She could yeah take it. That she doesn't have to listen to all the negative things that people have said. Yeah. And yeah, and I think she like really stretches and builds like with this very basic mantra of like I say who, I say when, I say, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um she's managed to like find her way that way and this is just an extension of that. I don't know. I think listen, for a rom-com, I think they do all right. For 1990. Okay? This is not yeah. and especially 1990. Yeah. But yeah, you turn on any like Hallmark rom-com and you're already you're getting a thousand percent more from Pretty Woman than sure. you are from, from sure, those. Sure, 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 sure. So, I, and I know that's a low bar, but I really think I—I I mean, maybe it's just me, but I really think the my biggest issue is they got too dynamic of an actor for Julia Roberts, the Ju- <laughs> for Vivian. Where it's just like she's so great, she's so yeah. charming, and then this just like marionette filled with money is. <laughs> I'm going to assign you one rom-com okay. to watch which one i don't know yet oh, okay. i'm gonna pick it out and i'm gonna pick out one that's pretty indicative of most of them yeah i'm i mean i've seen we've watched other rom-coms. i'm have. aware don't you just feel like they you i don't know i wish they had just a little bit more chemistry yes oh, yeah i feel like she's giving so much and he's like kind of smirking at her and yeah. there's not like there's not a moment where like i was like i feel charmed by him as well right. you know or like oh i see what she sees yeah. It's yeah. when this came out, people couldn't shut up about the chemistry. Really? Yes. I mean, were they really just talking about that chest? That chest. <laughs> we get a lot of Richard Gear chest in this movie. We, we do. We get like almost a gold bloom level. Excuse. Of oh, yes. Chest Ooh. exposure. Yes. A golden bloom is a golden, golden bloom of chest. Which is the chest. award that oh, someone would win nice. for golden outstanding achievements of chest <laughs> exposure. <laughs> not. Go ahead. Not a lot of butts. Uh, I would say uh, almost zero butts. Like there were, there were butts, but they were not like. We had no bare bottoms. No bare bottoms. We see Julia Roberts or at least Vivian's underwear to butt a couple, Mm -hmm. maybe twice. She was also topless in that scene where they kiss. Mm. Um, but there's like a fence kind yeah, of. Yeah, it was a very, it was very thoughtfully so placed uh, decor. Yes, yes. So. There were moments I thought I was going to get the most uncomfortable I've ever been watching okay. a movie with y'all, and then it they would cut away mercifully, cut away to yeah. something. Yeah, else. somewhat chaste of a movie where the core premise <laughs> is <laughs> a sex worker, a sex worker, yeah. and a rich businessman yeah. hang out for a week uh, with a sex partnership, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we get a blowjob early, which cuts away very fast. Yes. We just get a big sigh from Richard Gere. Yeah. <laughs> that was a scene Molly turned and said, that this is why I wouldn't watch yeah. Richard. Although, and that scene also does give us a bit of a teaser of what's to come because she unbuttons his shirt but does chest. not remove it. <laughs> so you only see a hint of that chest. Yeah. But the, just to refresh uh, listeners' memories, that's also the scene where she's still watching, yes. just on mute, she's still watching I Love Lucy. On yes, TV. She hadn't seen that episode. And Lucille Ball <laughs> crushes in this movie. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I was great. reminded, I was thinking about that during Me that too. scene of like, God damn, I love Lucy was good. What a comedic powerhouse she yes, was. She was so funny. Like physically, yeah. her physicality was amazing. You don't even need the audio. No, or the context for what she's doing. <laughs> I guess she's making wine, maybe. I think so. I don't know why. 
And then I was thinking about my old man thought next turn to like, oh, children are never going to see old episodes of I Love Lucy because there's nothing better to watch. And you're just flipping channels. Sure. And you're like, okay, this looks fun, I guess. People are laughing. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that stuff's probably on YouTube. Sure, but... Yeah, but unless the algorithm is like pumping them out at your children. You hear this YouTube? <laughs> hey. This is new kids content. Yeah. Right. I love Lucy episodes. Get fucking Bing Bong the <laughs> junk clown or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Who's that guy you hate? Oh, uh, Blippi. Yeah. Who I think, I believe Blippi has hired out Blippi. What? I think the new Blippi is a different actor. <laughs> oh, no. But it's like Uncanny Valley. Yeah. And that was just rolling in Blippi dough that without even doing any work. He's gone he full Garfield. Yeah. He's gone full Jim Davis. I think he has. Amazing. And like a little bit good for him, but also I don't Fuck like that him. Guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also because like I could do that character. I just didn't. Right. Mm. And I didn't do all the video editing. Right. Or the regular posting. Right. <laughs> you still can, though, Yeah. yeah. Uh, the heyday of YouTube is It's over. true. Now, if you want... Is it? Give, yeah. Now, well, if you want to do, like, that shit. Like, now, if you want clicks, you got to be like, here's my opinion about this teaser of a trailer of a movie that some people care about. It's me watching it. Do you want to watch me watch it? Boom. Also... I think women are bad. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I was going to say, we do that. Yeah. Except for that last part. Yeah, but we don't. I, mean, I don't know, man. So, uh, but we don't like put up, the... we don't put images of us like with, with giant eyeballs. <laughs> going, oh, oh. Yeah. There's, okay. So, peek behind the curtain. Uh, my husband, no big deal, is really oh. into electric cars and yes. watches, like, has literally, the internet has run out of electric car content <laughs> for him to consume. The algorithm has ground to a halt. Like, <laughs> honestly, he waits for new stuff to be released. <laughs> and so we were looking, we, you know, he had YouTube uh, on the big screen and we were kind of clicking around and I was like, oh, that one looks fun. What is that? He's like, no, you're going to hate this. I was like, no, I won't. Come on. How bad can it be? It's just like this is electric car content. Who are passionate about electric okay. cars? Like I'll see them. He's like, just wait. And I was like, wait, what is that title? Why we hate the Rivian or something? It's like eight reasons to despise Rivian, something like that. This Rivian is, is an electric Thank car. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's coming out sometime. I mean, some of them exist. It doesn't <laughs> sure. matter. The point is, is it's a, a car. Oh, I don't. So fully it's electric. A, it's car. an Elven Kingdom in Middle Earth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just I'm thinking of the character Riven from League of Legends. Oh. oh. Who's a fallen angel? <laughs> they got a YouTube video about it. Ugh. And it was it's these two guys, and they're like, they just talk about how much they hate Rivian. Huh. But then they do stuff where they like superimpose their lips onto still images of themselves. I got through 15 seconds and I was like throwing stuff at my own television. It was just so mean. Yeah. And, and and I guess that's where things are headed. Yes. Yeah. Old people, I'm right. Hey, this is as good a segue as any. Okay. So uh, another peek behind the curtain. Great. Uh, I got a colonoscopy <laughs> last year. We're talking <laughs> Now we're oh, talking butt. Butt, butt talk. I had so many opportunities for a good segue, and I just missed them. I fucking underhanded that last one. Too. <laughs> you, we decided to talk about YouTube personalities. <laughs> Okay, listen, I just want to say, I know this is a four-quadrant podcast, yes. and not all of you are in my quadrant, which is the 45 and ups, 35. but you probably <laughs> know someone who is 45 or up, and yes, I want 35. you to encourage them to go get their colonoscopy. Thanks to Obama and the ACA, it's free to get a screening. 
Um, and the reason it's important is because they've actually lowered the age because statistically younger people like Gen Xers mm. uh, are having trouble with colon cancer like way earlier and it's can be really bad if it's not detected. Uh, so I hated it. I didn't want to do it. I was real mad about it and yeah. kind of a baby. Uh, <laughs> but I did it, and it actually, the procedure itself is not a big deal. The day before, you have to drink some gross stuff. Sure. Eh, it's okay. Um, but the procedure itself was a breeze. They removed some stuff, and they got it tested, and right. none of it was right. cancerous, but it was right. all like, it could be. <laughs> so I have to go Is back and- they put it? Yeah, they were like, huh? <laughs> Get excited. I a jar of stuff from your body. <laughs> Me, Paul Verhoeven. <laughs> Oh, yeah, look at all this stuff on your body. Anyway, but it was enough to know that I have to go back in three years and I have to have, you know, any uh, relatives of mine go 10 years earlier than they were planning. And that's important information that none of us would have had I not gone. Yeah. Yeah. So. Teen related to Molly. Get out there 10 years (laughs) earlier. Teens. 40 years from now. 30 years from now. 30 years from now. No. If they're teens. Okay, go ahead. 45, right? Yeah, okay. And you do the math. 25 to 30 years from now, get yourself a goddamn colonoscopy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Put it on your calendar now. I know your calendar goes out that far. Yeah. Everybody's got these future calendars. Write it down. Phone. Mail it to yourself so that when you finally get it, you're like, what the fuck is this? I don't even know what this is, this piece of paper yeah. that just came in a box from... I assume the one postal worker that's still around because the government gutted it for some reason. Yeah. They're probably driving a Rivian. Oh, probably. I bet they are. Anyway, that letter will say, get a colonoscopy, totes recall sets. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then I assume you'll say, Totes Recalled, the award-winning podcast, then became a media empire. Yeah. <laughs> log on to patreon.com slash mm-hmm. <laughs> At that point, we can Get afford to make it. To Discord and uh, connect your Discord account. Log into the hashtag colonoscopy channel. I go, <laughs> I did it. Okay. And we'll send you a sticker. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I love it. Uh, they will show you pictures at the end for free. Sure. Nice. For free. So for free. For free. Yes. Wow. It's not like when you go on a roller coaster right. yeah, at the you, end, you have well, to you buy can see the preview. You can see them for free. Like, yeah. You can't take them home. Oh, it, then maybe it is like a roller coaster. Yeah. Like you can look at the wall, but then if you want a copy, you got to pay. You got to wait for yours to come up. That's right. Oh, no. oh, I'm behind that person. Okay. okay. Now it's me. Well, I look like I'm having fun. Yeah, sure. Oh, they brought a chessboard. That's oh. clever. For the colonoscopy. <laughs> These, these are pictures of still your face, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just give it a thumbs up to the camera. Just show you pictures of what you looked like while you were yes. getting this procedure. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, you got to see the light flash ahead, then you know it's coming. Yep. Yeah. So you get ready for it. Yeah. That's how most medical procedures work. Yeah. yeah. You flash the lights, you know what's about to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. Great PSA. Yeah. Maybe PSA. the most sincere advice we've ever given on this show <laughs> maybe maybe a sign of things to come we'll see who has the next medical appointment that's right hey kids get your hearing checked when you decide maybe you've lost your hearing significantly hearing. yeah mm-hmm. probably get an eye exam regularly yeah i should you do might that, have a actually. cornea that's, that's a good idea. disconnecting or something. Brush your teeth. you might have a cavity yeah. Brush your teeth go to the dentist I should do that too. Shit. Just Am get I the, the direct mandatory <laughs> audience for all of this? Dan, we just really need you to go to the doctor. <laughs> is, this, is this episode an intervention for me? And we haven't been recording this whole time. I've sca- what? Yeah. And we mean like eight Ever. years. Ever. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. 
Wow, oh, long con. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a hearing We've test. We've had trouble at the end of the breaking month. it up. Oh, that's so. good. Yeah, I should find a new dentist though. <laughs> yeah. I got a wreck if you want one. Okay. Toad's challenge. <laughs> Go to the dentist. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, recommend a dentist. Oh, sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Toad's Head's in the <laughs> Twin Cities metro area. <laughs> if you like your dentist, hit me up. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Also, uh, it has to be in my network, though. Uh, USA yeah. number five. USA number five. <laughs> Speaking of things that are indicative of USA, we were dreaming of hot dogs to appear throughout this movie oh beforehand. Sure once were. we found out it was not New York in the, and after that New York tease at the beginning, we were living in despair of a no hot dog. Crestfallen. Hank crestfallen. Hank crestfallen. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but there's a line in this movie about getting snap dogs. Vivian to the rescue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One what? of the, f- I expected, honestly, I expected more moments like this of mm-hmm. like, I'm from the streets. Right. Let me show you the fun, the things that are good about oh, this kind of sure. life. We'll eat hot dogs and sit under a tree. A little or more whatever, class right? mm-hmm. differences. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, there weren't a ton of those. No. I feel like Richard Gere was not necessarily learning like the simple pleasures of a life no. of those without. Like even at the end, wealth. he's like, yes, I will buy this woman a condo. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyway, we got very excited about snap dogs. Ooh, we sure did. And see what they were. Were they not a hot dogs? Could they be the fabled not a hot dogs <laughs> made of snapdragons or some shit? <laughs> but it's probably just a conventional hot dog card. We saw it in the extreme background. Looked like a decent hot dog cart. Yes. Yeah. Very I bet professional. It's got good snap. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's sort of like a ba, ba, good ba, snap. Like a or the casing is a very specific like a, kind of texture. Like a brat. Like certain sausages have like a very specifically cured casing. You can go like cha cha. I'm so what? sorry. This yes. Not, this is not a visual medium because Beth and Dan Linden <laughs> are gesturing so hard. <laughs> really, I'm and breaking it up. Dan Jaquette is not getting. You've it. never experienced. You've never seen a sausage that's got snap. No, I mean it's been it's been oh, oh, no. since I've eaten a meat-based sure, uh, hot sure, dog. Sure, 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 oh, sure. I have beyond protein or uh, fake protein tubes of other. Ah. Not Beth, not make this dog. out more medicated. Good. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dan's but, a vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, no wow. big deal. I thought you ate fish. Yeah, sometimes. Pescatarian. Sure. You ain't never had a snapper. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> are people, are you picking up your bratwurst or whatever? I mean, like, <laughs> now with your look hands, at that crunch, your like teeth. a fucking could, plastic. But you could, but is what you I'm saying. bite into it, it snaps. That yeah. snap? Yeah. All right. But there are some, like, I think it's maybe like a type of, like, Spanish sausage or Portuguese or something where, like, like it that is. Like that space telecove, those chorizo. Oh, what? <laughs> What's happening? What What's is happening, Dan? It's only 11 p.m. <laughs> are you okay? I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, it's like a thinner red sausage that just has, like, a very, like, oh, tight like, uh... tube that you can just, like, crack. Okay, I, I think I know what you're talking slim about. Jim? I've never cracked it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's similar, at least in terms of the texture on the outside, yeah. Mm. But I believe in flavor, it is muy Spicy. picante. Yeah. <laughs> is it step into a Slim Jim? Snap, snap into, into a Slim Jim. It is snap yes. into yeah. a Slim Jim. Because you can... Snap it. Snip, snap. That That's, I understand. Okay, it's like the same thing. That's the same idea. But a hot less dog. Less thin. It's like, long. yeah, like a certain <laughs> bratwurst, like they'll make that snap. Not as well because it's too thick and it's the casing, bulbous, yeah. right? It's yeah, casing. it's like you do want to share with a friend. You snap it in half. Yeah, you snap your bratwurst. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, I bet there's a whole campaign around Snapdog and how you can snap it with a friend. Absolutely, share it. 
Yeah, like the snap guy's like, chair. maybe it's just you You don't actually eat the hot dog. You just hold it up and snap a picture. Oh, snap dog. I mean, it's like take a picture with a dog? Yeah, snap this dog. It's pretty gram. Yeah, that definitely or sounds like a business for a, 2022. Oh, though. we're going to bring realism now? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. What are you wowing at? A good <laughs> idea about how they're ready in a snap? <laughs> Who's in oh, the that snap? Is good. That is good. Because it's a quick hot dog. Yeah. Well, oh, I just need food. I'll get it in a snap. Do you yeah. think that's what they say? And then when they say snap, they crack that dog <laughs> right in your face. Yeah. <laughs> that's like steam comes when you up. go to yeah. like Dairy Queen and they like take oh, your thing the, and they oh, turn it upside really down. Sadly, like turn it upside down. I, I don't. I know. I don't care about it's that. It's so, okay. It's so hard for me every time that happens to not be like, you don't, you don't have to do that. I don't need the show. <laughs> like, what are you? It's ice cream. Like, I'm not going to do that. Well, I'm, like, I'm not going to eat it upside down. I don't need it to do like that. It's, uh, it's either, it's like, my first thing is to be like, you don't have to do that. But then obviously they always, they do it pretty quick. So like, then my instinct is to be like, thank you. <laughs> like, like they did for my wow. benefit. They probably hate it too. I'm sure they do. I'm sure oh, I've required. seen the like, very like half-hearted <laughs> I could be like a plant, you know, like exactly. from corporate. And I'd be like, excuse me. How do I know that that blizzard is the correct thickness if you didn't show me that it defies gravity <laughs> through yeah. willpower alone and probably some you know specific chemical? Somebody is thing. so proud of that. Oh, whiteboard oh. drawing of someone flipping a blizzard yeah. upside down, dollar size. <laughs> Just <laughs> draw a normal blizzard and then turn the whiteboard around. <laughs> And then just turn to the boardroom and be say any questions. <laughs> that definitely happened. Yep. Anyway, if you work at Dairy Queen, I understand that your boss will yell at you, but like for me personally, if you yeah. ever hear my voice and you're like, oh, that's the guy from the podcast, you don't have to flip the ice yeah, cream. For just me. Give it to me and be like, there you go. <laughs> I do appreciate they got small sizes over at Dairy Queen. That's one thing I do appreciate. The minis. The t- yeah, the minis are the tinies. That's a reasonable amount of ice cream. It's a reasonable amount of ice cream. So much ice cream from these ice cream stores <laughs> is too much ice cream. Dan, chronologically, you are not as old as you sound. <laughs> you sound like you're 80 years old. Listen. Is everybody eating that much ice cream? You go to an ice cream store, you get one scoop? One scoop? That's the size of my head. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Speaking of old men who rule, uh, there are a couple oh, of characters couple. in this movie yeah. Yeah. that, oh boy, did they, like, talk about charm. Obviously, there are some younger men. The entire staff of the, hall, of the hotel was horny for Julia Roberts. Every yeah. single one. Oh, especially Dennis. Dennis, every the time elevator oh, boy. Dennis. Oh, boy. He's, I think at first, he's just so jazzed to have something different happen. Like, Absolutely. There's a hooker in the elevator. He's thrilled. Is what he's telling everybody when he gets back. Yeah. Plus, she's so funny. Did you hear? Did you see? Yeah. And then I think he comes around. Yeah. Then I think he's, like, invested yes. in their relationship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, because he probably was like having a smoke break with Barnard at one point. He's just like, oh, this poor girl. She tries so hard to charm this ice cold man. I don't know why he's French. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's passionate. He's a lover. Yes, he's, he's from Genova. Gen- Genova. Yeah. Nailed it. Which is unclear. between France and something, right? Yeah. So he probably has a little bit of a, you know, France heritage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Do we think Dennis is an improviser? Like the actor? Yeah, the or, actor. Or the character, had, like, like after work he goes oh, and improvises yeah, so over at the Groundlings. I think he's, yeah, Oh, Groundlings, yeah. yeah. Much more on brand. Thank you. 
I think he is, yes. Yeah. And I'm sure he used all of that material from the elevator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love an elevator scene. Absolutely. And just stand still. Yes, incredible. <laughs> uh, that elevator also had a couch, apparently, which I agree with Julie Roberts. That's incredible. Yeah. I'd be into I that. would have the same reaction as she did. Yeah. Uh, Dennis is great because he was horny and invested. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple other people that were like just horny, which was charming. Yeah. But the true kings of the Los Angeles upper class scene were at the restaurant Voltaire, which is where uh, <laughs> the first time that he made her buy a nice dress so he could take her to somewhere classy where he's doing the business. Yeah. There's first. There's a moment where a guy who basically looks like Statler or Waldorf. I don't remember which one is the one with the mustache. <laughs> Uh, the Muppets that heckle people from the balcony who pulls her chair out for her. Yeah. Incredible scene. Great hair. Great hair. No just lines delivered, but just hair. like a perfect poise. Yeah. You know that guy's going to move that chair with incredible precision. Yeah. We already know this restaurant staffs the best old men in Los <laughs> yes. Angeles, but it's proven when at one point, Gertrude Gear in, again, a scene where at that point I am also like, is he just fucking with her? Yeah, it's a <laughs> like, dick move. He yeah. sets her up for failure. It's like a bunch of weird foods. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, these are, it's escargot. <laughs> and so she does what she is, tries her best because Hector Lozano taught her about silverware. He did, uh, right? Oh, beyond, quick beyond. aside. Yeah. Hector Lozano teaches her about all the forks. So she's like, oh, great. I know what a salad fork is. He brings them some kind of weird pathway. She goes, where's the salad? And he says, like a psychopath, <laughs> salad is at the end of the meal. Yeah. What fucking restaurant are they at where the salad comes at the end of the meal? The Voltaire. I couldn't handle it. And like, then what that is fork's the in the middle. What's in the salad if it goes at the end of the meal? Is it just like one radish? I don't know. Like it's a palate cleanser at yeah, the end? Yeah. Fruit Maybe salad instead of dessert? Is it a European thing? I don't know. Is it? End of meal salad? European listeners, know. there has to be at least one of you. <laughs> yeah. We got someone in England. We got England's. We do? Yeah. Oh, great. Someone from England or wherever. Yeah. Tell us if you eat salad at the end of your meal <laughs> and what it is. But yeah, honestly, like... Richard Gere's character orders her like these sad pate toasts yes. and escargot. Like that is not what you order someone you care about. No. Especially if they've never had it before. Oh, terrible. Come on. Oh, well, but we're getting to the escargot, escargot scene. Right. Okay. So she's dealing with the escargot, which as any, you know, uh, streetwalker with a heart of gold who has never experienced something like this would do is just sort of like, how do I even navigate this? Hector Rosano very sultrily told me about all of these forks. None of them were for snails. She goes for it. She tries to deal with it with the utensils. Snail shell goes flying, like upper decks, like home run, and just like a perfect arc. This man, whose job I am not even clear if he's the <laughs> maitre d' or if he's just kind of there, he catches that snail in such a smooth motion where he like, it's like he was destined to catch it. He catches <laughs> yeah. it and then brings it down and just gracefully puts it out of sight. Yeah. And it is, I don't know. It's it like was incredible. No one was expecting top it. Top 10 plays. Yeah. Right? No one it's was amazing. expecting it. Like the snail shell goes off. You're like, LOL, mm -hmm. uh, fish out of water. But no, it doesn't glass. hit someone. It doesn't uh -huh. hit Doris, the old lady or anything. Yeah. It is just caught by the most professional Clutch. restaurant employee in yeah. the Los Angeles. And then apparently yeah. the director had him say, added the line, happens, uh, happens, happens all, the all the time, which then he used again what? in The Princess Diaries. What? What? There's a scene in The Princess Diaries where she's struggling at the dining room table, with, surrounded by dignitaries, 
Something Goes Flying, the exact same actor. What? Catches the thing, says it happens all the time. Yes. Gary Marshall. Is the same actor in Princess Diaries? Same yeah. character, too, the Marshall verse. Yeah. You're telling me that G. Marshall recycles his punch ups? Yes. Wait, oh. if that character is the same, that means that Hector Elizondo. <laughs> yes. It, it makes sense. Did I say his name right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is the same character. He's just undercover. He's established mm-hmm. a shared universe through the snail catcher. <laughs> this is amazing. This is like when Stan Lee showed up in all the Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> snail catcher. Snail catcher. That now I gotta look at like a comic book villain. Now I, it does. It really does. Yeah. I, would, now I, I would read the snail catcher, by the way. Yeah. Sounds like a good book. Uh, oh, it happens all the time. <laughs> Followed by the snail catcher's wife. That would be the sequel. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Like anyway, that. he was amazing. I love Bride of Snail Top tier. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm just no. watching. Oh, Bride of Snail No, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. You got to establish a franchise. We'll pitch it to, to the Revenge of Snail Catcher. Ooh. Oh. That's where he throws it back. Snail Catch Academy. <laughs> oh, wow. That's for kids. That's okay. when it's, it's spun out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure, right. sure, 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 sure. They're all teens. Snail Catch Catch snails. If you can. I'm dying inside. I'm Edward Lewis. Um, Anyway, he was great. (laughs) Incredible old man. (laughs) Uh, Were there any other incredible old men that I'm forgetting about? Uh, Daryl's not that old, but he's incredible. Oh, Daryl the limo driver. Who is credited as Daryl the limo driver, by the way. Mm -hmm. He's the Daryl limo driver. We, I think he's employed by the hotel because... It was unclear at first. Alessandro's giving him instructions. But... The the CD kills this is his first scene yeah. where uh oh Edward Lewis has got to get somewhere I don't even know I think he's just bored and wants to go back to his hotel oh, right so he steals his lawyer's fancy car and he says I can't get to the limo it's blocked in and Daryl's up against the wall great lean he says <laughs> great like Daryl can't get it out or yeah, something yeah cut to Daryl he just like throws his hands up keeps reading the newspaper <laughs> yeah he's just like, like what are you gonna do hey what are you gonna do great. And we see him. <laughs> I think our last shot of Daryl is so also very good. funny, where they cut back to him after the big limo, yes, umbrella scene, yes, mm-hmm. that Molly loves so much. I, I don't, but I <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, they come back to Daryl and fire he's, escape. he's just staring, not yeah. moving at all. <laughs> there might be the he- barest hint of a nod of approval <laughs> yeah. from Daryl, but mostly he's just kind of watching the scene yeah. play out. Yeah. Like you do. Do you think right. it, do you think his intern mom is just like rich people, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is the third time I've seen this today. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just pissed that uh fucking Edward, Edward Lewis went through the sunroof and walked all over the top of well, his limo. Plus he was like he made a point of saying on the way, Well, your plane's gonna leave on time. Although I was like, Is it still a private jet? Because that's always gonna leave mm. on Richard Gere's mm. time. Yeah. But anyway, he's like uh, the plane's fella. about gonna leave on time in one hour. And I was like, I wonder if Daryl has plans. Do you think Daryl's planning the scenes? Do you think he and Elizondo plotted? Oh, they're no, in cahoots. No, I no, no I think Daryl <laughs> was gonna swing by on the way home and see his lady friend and maybe have a sandwich. Uh, oh, and Richard Gere doing what you say? Yes, bread together. Yes, okay. two slices of butt <laughs> coming together. <laughs> Make a I butt sandwich. A butt oh sandwich. my <laughs> literal regular sandwich okay. for like lunch. Sure, but sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. his plan he's gotta like use that big old cell phone he's like to i gotta just stand lady. here while this guy yeah, be like sorry baby i can't make it yeah rich well this, this rich guy's rich, rich guy and figures again out like it's nice to feel love <laughs> cool yeah he figures out that like oh i could just keep hanging out with this woman i like <laughs> oh my god yeah that yep 
yeah big so you're saying <laughs> big revelation you're saying that like you're saying that daryl maybe what's happened is he was talking he was gossiping with uh barnard hector mm -hmm. lozano and kind of knew that there was this stuff percolating so in his head he's just like oh man if he asked me to take her to take him to her apartment <laughs> i'm gonna be so pissed yeah so that's why he's like oh planes yeah. planes wheels We're up in an hour poor daryl no yeah. daryl he'll get his willie yeah okay Oh, he's a he's a good lover. I think we all, <laughs> maybe all know that. So let's make sure. Okay, let me make sure we have this. To get the canon established, the good lovers in this film are Daryl the Limo Driver, Barnard Thompson, the hotel manager. We assume Vivian. Oh, Vivian for sure. Yeah, for sure. Vivian can get it. Professional lover. Yes. And then I assume uh, Edward Lewis is just like a wet fish that's yeah. just like lying there. Yeah. Like, uh, what, what, what did I, what happened to my dad? What did I do wrong with my dad? <laughs> I'm so mad at my dad. Let me play you the piano. Ugh. We had a little fire at the piano scene. A little bit, yeah. yeah okay, but then we set this there. up. Yes. All right. So okay. first of all, I think he put his contract, but Richard Gere composed his own music apparently, and played the piano yeah. himself. Yes. Yeah, apparently a pianist. And there's a scene where he's like up at 3 a.m. still playing. Oh, because Dennis brings Vivian down. Yes. We love Dennis. Was anyway. he fucking abandoned her in the hotel room? Yeah. He sure yeah. did. He had to go work some stuff out about his dad. Mm. And, and he had to force all the hotel that staff was just to sit around and listen were, to him? I don't think he forced them to. I think they had nothing better. You know, it's the end of your shift. Oh, sure. You're not ready you to move on quite home, yet. And some dude's wife. playing the piano. Uh, no sandwiches to be had. <laughs> <laughs> So there are a bunch of people just kind of sitting around yeah. who are wearing aprons or whatever to indicate they are working there and not yes. like whatever. It's 3 a.m. She comes in. Didn't uh, someone describe them as like James Dean and... Yeah, it looked like Freddie Mercury yeah. and James Dean. Like oh, the, those specific the employees. Hotel workers, yeah. they kind of yeah. closed in they on the show. They were like napkins in a hamper or something. Yeah, yeah they. Yeah. But they had it was like, uncanny. They yeah. had some... Specific qualities. I feel like maybe then. they were waiting for their chance at the piano. Oh. But like this guy was hogging it. And so like they're waiting was around. Like, Mr. Lewis gets whatever he wants. This and they're is like, like, well, maybe he'll leave yeah. soon. Yeah. And this then, is like in Dirty Dancing when all the like, you know, the, the rough crew goes and like has a watermelon party in their shack. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, they're ready yeah. to like pound some keys. Yeah, yeah pound some keys. Yeah. Some Make some tunes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So we just, you're <laughs> saying that like they were also intending to have sex in that room. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just meant they wanted to play the piano. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to do that, too. Right? Yeah. But that's the thing, though, is, like, even in this scene, like, that does become a euphemism because, like, as they're maneuvering into their lover's embrace, she keeps hitting the keys. Oh, like, they definitely play the piano They later. had to add that sound later because, as you know, if you've ever sat on a bunch of piano keys, it does not make, like, delicately weird sounds. Clonk, it makes, like, clonk, 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 bang, bang, bonk, which is yeah. not and sexy, then, like, as we know. And she, then it, it would hold that note. Right. <laughs> well, like she probably, I mean, she's just wearing like a little nighty, so she's probably just like squeaking on the top of that. Like, <laughs> At any rate, when, what's his name? Edward Lewis? Yes. When Edward Lewis yes. tells you, can you clear the room? Everybody cleared the That's room. That's right, because yeah. on Barnard the honor has system made it clear. To not watch these two people have sex in the middle of a ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like you know, there's some guys like I actually haven't finished vacuuming. Is, yeah. it, is it okay? I just um, go, Mr. Thompson. I, I didn't get to the east wing because Mr. Lewis is having sexual intercourse on the piano. How dare you speak his name to me? Yeah, we get some uh, wet '90s kissing in this. Yeah, we oh, oh my God. 
peak '90s tongue. No, but, but no, like it, you enough. can tell. You can tell the '90s have begun. Yeah. You can see where it's going. We're yes. open Dan, mouth, kind of oh, chewing. Dan yeah. Jaquette. <laughs> oh yeah. Coined. What is it? Wet we have two wet whales. Two whales. <laughs> slapping together. Slapping together. Yeah. Molly broke. Yeah. <laughs> it destroyed her for a solid five. Yeah. It was my Manchurian candidate. Yes, she uh, was finally activated. Got up and assassinated some world leaders. <laughs> yeah. 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 So sorry. Sorry. World leaders, if you were assassinated during the recording <laughs> of this podcast, are bad. <laughs> but I think I think there is something. It is very 1990s kissing. It's like, weird. There's just something about that era. It is so wet and so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying that it's not fun to kiss that way. I'm saying it's not that fun to watch right. people kissing that yeah. way. I just want to hear it. I don't want right. to yeah. hear it. Yeah. Kiss any way you want to kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, teens, teens, don't get kiss shamed by this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> kissing get is your great. Tongues everywhere if you want to. Yes, or use no tongues. Yes, it's fine. It's fine. It's just weird that there's like cultural kiss standards through the ages. <laughs> right, it is. It is weird. <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah, the a, fact that you can be like, that's a 90s kiss. It's like every mm-hmm. decade there's like a specific Hollywood kiss. Oh, yeah. The 50s kisses with uh, Elvis were horrendous. Oh, no. They were like aggressive and strange. Just like smashing their skulls okay. together. Someday I'm going to make... Beth, apologies for clapping into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that's for future Beth. Yeah, I'll be like, huh. Um, someday you're going to make... Oh, someday I'm going to make a... Video montage showing the difference in kiss styles. I love it. I would love that. Because it makes me insane, like how different they are. And I feel like I I have y'all, which I appreciate, but I just feel like the world needs to know. Absolutely. We got to bring this up all the way to the top. Yeah. (laughs) Joseph R. Biden, we're going to tell you how people kissed in different decades. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. yeah and then it. I That'll don't know what something. happens after that. Mission accomplished. I sure. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the banner. Drop the banner. Uh, folks, we, uh, yeah, everybody keeps just kissing differently every decade. You know, it's just, you, you watch a movie from the 80s and they're, they're just kind of sticking their faces on each other. Then you get to 1990 and man, they just, those wet whales come out. <laughs> I've never tried to do a Biden before, yeah, but I great. usually just think of him as like slowly dying. So oh. That's the best I can do. Oh, poor Oops. Joe Biden. Come on. He's had COVID oh. like four times in the last two Biden. weeks. He's, He's fine. unstoppable democracy yes, machine. Papa We're- Biden. Dark Brandon rises. <laughs> He's got aviators on, so. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll, he'll be okay. Yeah, jump in that. Trans Am. That Trans Am. There you go. No a uh, convertible car. No. Not that he drove, but uh, I did notice quite a few convertible cars uh, and great sight gag for LA where uh, a dad figure is driving the convertible and he's on his giant yes. cell phone uh, and the kid has a plastic giant cell phone. Uh, mm-hmm. Although all of us were like, that kid would have a real cell phone now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just yeah. Pokemon going to the toy store. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then well a done. gross guy like making lewd lewd suggestions to Vivian and Kit. Oh, he was in a, yeah. In a convertible. They were convertibles represented, but not, was was that a Lamborghini? What was that? I don't know. I don't know. know. Oh, it was a Lotus. Dumb face. You're the one, yeah, you're the gearhead of the podcast. Oh, right. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, it was a silver car. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Something in a Lotus. What is the, uh, something goes with that? I have no idea. car. Yeah. Yep. Well. Are you going to look it up? 
No, before we get to uh, <laughs> final reviews of the podcast, we like to um, engage with our fans. That's you. Are you talking about fan wow. engagement? I'm talking about fan engagement. We wow. post on our Discord uh, a call for Q's and C's on record night. Um, questions and comments. And here they are. Oh, wow. wow. wow, 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 wow. Toad's head number five uh-huh. says, ooh, what would this movie <laughs> look like in 2022? I put some some mustard on there, ooh. Okay. <laughs> Is it just two O's? It's... Six. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I think that's an appropriate amount of mustard. Okay. Okay. Wait, is it all is it, is it mixed case? Uh it's a capital case. Like, the first one's big and the other ones are little. Okay. So maybe a little yeah. too much mustard Ooh. though. Yeah, I, should, I think you did it. Beth's probably better. Yeah. No, you got Beth's it. Was Beth, I just did it exactly how no, you just did it. Beth's no, was Beth's better. Beth's was a thousand times better. So it's at okay. number five. Feel free to write in. Yes, tell us who the best <laughs> ooer was. You can call us and tell us how to that's say right, the do ooh. The oh, that's better actually. Yeah. We'll do it live, yeah. as they say. <laughs> yes, as they say. <laughs> Uh, what was the it. question? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. What would this movie look like in 2022? Mm. A lot more growth. Yes. I would think so. Yeah. I, any chemistry from uh, Edward. Or just like, just uh, there'd be, there'd definitely be, here's what would probably happen is like, there would definitely be at least, depending on who made it, there would at least be a little more like overt flirtatiousness from the man. Mm-hmm. But maybe they'd go too far and it's like, well, now he's just irritating, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Who would they cast, though? Do you want to gender swap this? I'm listening. And have, I mean, Chatty Tatum. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> this is Streetwalker. You have my attention. And Sandra Bullock. Sandra, oh, is, is that Lost City? <laughs> yeah, except for this would be better. Did you watch it? I did see it. How was it? It was fine. Okay. Oh, no, it looked so fun. <laughs> did it? Yeah. Didn't it just look fine, though? No, it looked fun. It can be fine and fun. I mean, it was, yeah, that's fun. There you go. Oh, no. I had a, I had a fun time. Oh, no. <laughs> sounds like you did. That sounds like Annie Hathaway talk Ooh, no. right there. No, it was um, better than that. Great. Oh, great. Okay. okay. Well. Uh, yeah, no, I think you could play. But I think, yeah, I think there would just be more growth between the characters. I think it's really hard to keep making Cinderella movies. Right. But we still do it. So, yeah. like, I mean, as a culture, not me personally. Um, so I guess it's possible. I feel like it. It's hard. It would be harder now to have such a light touch. Not even that light of a, this light of touch on like the realities of sex work and the realities yeah. of economic disparity. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the first scene is a woman being pulled Just out of a dumpster, and then they never, yeah, they never bring it up scene. again. Yeah. They like, really, yeah. The original version of the script had like drug dealer chasing Vivian and that's why she gets into the car. And the end is this bleak thing where Richard Gere kicks her out. Sorry, not Richard Gere. Edward Lewis kicks her out of the car and throws money at her and drives away. And so That's the with, end of the movie? And with her money, she takes Kit to Disney World and just looks off in the distance sad. That's the original oh. ending? Yeah, and I think Mel Brooks was like, not my movie. No. Yes, yeah, so it was Brooks? super Gary dark. Marshall. Oh. Gary Marshall, I'm sorry. That would be very different How treatment. would that even, how would you even get to that ending? 
I mean, I'm sure there were differences all through it, but I think it was more about the relationship between Vivian and Kit oh. and sort of mutual mm. trying to take care of each other. I and see. then, you know, this whole other side thing. But yeah. this came out at a time where capitalism was only considered good, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming out of the 80s. Coming out of the 80s. Everybody greed is great. Your dream is to have somebody show up and give you a credit card. Right. Yeah. And I think the closest we have to that now is like Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Where like uh-huh. you have a super wealthy person. Sure. Who like basically trades their wealth for sex. I see. Is she also power. a sex worker? I have no, no idea what this story is. She's I, just like a rando. She's a rando, but the point is that the a fact that he student. has gobs and gobs of money sure. makes up for a lot of mm. the fact that he's kind of sadistic, I think. I haven't I read it. Okay. I've seen yeah, it. No got the deal. sense of it. All of them? Have you? Just the first one. Ah. How was it? Very bad. Oh, ah, okay. <laughs> well, that makes me feel better. It, no other movie... I have been as lost as to what anybody wants. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I can figure out no one's desires in mm. the whole movie. Yeah. Other than ostensibly a movie sandwich, that should be about right? desire. Yeah. Yeah. But even that is like, mm. I don't know. Do they want to have sex? Mm. I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the power, like the thing that I think is admirable about what pretty woman does is it tries to put these two people on equal footing. Yes. As people who are businesses and in command of their own assets. Right. Uh, but nice. I just don't know that you would buy it now. You'd also be, I feel like it would, especially now, it would be a lot harder to, yeah, like his, like his more economic gestures of growth would have to be like way more drastic for people to sympathize with them or like still be okay with him. Or they you have know to what I mean? Play up his background as the child of what a music therapist or something. Yeah. He'd definitely have to like maybe just quit his job for people to feel like, okay, he's like an okay dude. Right. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just being like, Oh, rather than destroy your company, I'll just buy it and profit <laughs> from it. I mean, he definitely wouldn't be able to, Build warships is no. <laughs> the um, yeah. the ending. Like wow! Don't worry, baby. I'm building destroyers <laughs> for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that relates to <clears throat> the reference machine, which is sorry to preempt. That's the person's name. The reference machine. Sorry yeah. to preempt. Uh, yeah. Or sorry oh. to preempt Molly's Wikipedia corner. Ah. But the original plot was supposed to be a dark and gritty cautionary tale. Oh. What do you think happened to get it here? Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. Yeah. Gary Marshall. Punch ups, baby. Yeah. He added in the thing about keys. That's what I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) I forgot about the keys. (laughs) His most old man punch-up is a joke about how hard key cards are to work in the door. (laughs) Didn't he literally say, like, I miss keys or something like that? Yeah, (laughs) which never... Comes back. It doesn't set up anything. <laughs> no. nope. There's never an additional challenge to open that door. It's just a complaint from an old person. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah. Gary Marshall. Great. I think that's the answer, right? Oh, yeah. and apparently he had to pay uh, Hector. That is on, though. Yes. Had to pay him directly because Disney didn't want to pay him. And then eventually Disney... Did come around to pay Why him. Why didn't they want to pay him? I don't know if they didn't want to pay his rate or if they were just like, why is the hotel manager so important? And then Gary Marshall's like, excuse, excuse me? me? He is the, first of all, the fairy godmother of this story. Yes. And second of all, he will be in a movie that I'm going to make called uh, The Princess Diaries. And he is very sexy. I was going to just yeah. go with me. At a certain this. point, you'd think he'd just like show him their, slip his headshots and then be like, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> look at him. 
We also have another Princess Diary overlap. I believe it's Larry Wilson. Oh, yes. yes. He plays in Princess Diary. He's the stylist. The stylist who's very bad. And in this one, he's the manager of the first clothing store who's like very into sucking up The ultimate sycophant. Yeah, Edward Lewis to get clothes money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that is one small detail about what Beth brought up. And it's not that she brings back Richard Gear with her to that particular store. Mm-hmm. It's just that she has bags and bags of shopping. Yes. Yeah. And she has an updo. Yeah. Yes. And she's, yeah, she's wearing fancy clothes also. Mm-hmm. Julie Roberts had great hair in this movie. Oh, Hashtag. A plus. Yeah. Her hair looks great. And Everything. she does wear a wig at the beginning. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. It. Her hair, real hair looks better. Yeah. Which Way Richard Gere says, I'll say even. It. I'll yeah, say it. he says I, that. Edward Lewis says af- it in the movie. I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I was almost wondering why she even wears that wig. Uh, it's a, it's such good know. hair. Separation well, between. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Your work outfit. Yeah, I guess home so. outfit. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the detergent to make the bubbles and the bubble path was so strong that it washed out the red dye in her hair. <sighs> Gasp! And she had to re-dye her hair that night. Oh, oh, awkward. That could not be good for her skin. I know. That's what I thought. I was like, how is that not part of this Wikipedia fact or whatever it is? It wasn't even Wikipedia. It was IMDb. <sighs> oh. IMDb. 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 Oh, that's a good point. What was that? <laughs> took it back. Oh, my God. That was horrifying. <laughs> like a couple of whales. <laughs> oh, Molly. <laughs> that was how it sounded, by yep. the way. Yeah. So... Sounded like a podcast producer reneging on a theme song. (laughs) If you want some good um, Foley work, just give me a call. Great. Two Tonys are busy. Two Tonys Foley. Okay. Um, So my ask, how does Jason Alexander compare to the other Creep Supremes in movies? Ooh, great question. You know, I was was, uh, not fully against Jason Alexander for most of the movie. Right. I was somewhat sympathetic of like, oh, he's just... He's just fucking businessman trying to do evil business as yeah. hard. Like he's fulfilling the role he's been set to do yes. by Edward Lewis. Right. And, and you know, he's right to a degree that like we're trying to do the business to make all the money and you're yeah. fucking it up. Yeah. Um, and then he does, but then he does try to come and he tries to assault, yes. uh, sexually assault uh, Julia Roberts. Yeah. And so takes a bit of a turn. Takes a bit of a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it, but you know, I never liked it, but I was like, okay, yeah, you're, you're a creep supreme. Of the movie. Yeah. He, like, it's one of those things where he's very, like, when he first finds out that she is a sex worker, like, he is immediately, like, very disrespectful to her and very creepy to her. Yeah. Um, but it's not, like, he's not set up as just, like, ooh, let me talk about how horny I am and, like, very interested in objectifying women. Yeah, it's mostly, like, money, 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 I'm a businessman. And then, like, he sort of just, like, they slip that in there a little bit of just, like, also, he disrespects women sometimes. Yeah. But it's not, like beating you over the head with it until it very much is beating it over the head with you at the end of the movie. Well, it was pretty shocking when he was like, Hey, what about, uh, what about me? How about after Richard leaves town, we yeah. get together. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was, that that's was a pretty starts, big yeah. drop. Yeah. That's. What and then said. the actual hitting was like really, really bad yeah. sexual assault. Yeah. He like, I know this is a weird like distinction, but I'm like, he's almost not even creepy. He's just straight up an asshole. Yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. very aware of what he's doing. Right. It's not in a like a, uh, you know, I'm trying to like be sly about anything. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. just straight up yeah. like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's like, I'm mad at my current situation. I'm going to take it on you because you're nothing to me. Yeah. 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 And yeah it comes from that place of like mm-hmm. <clears throat> there. The power dynamic is very obvious in that mm-hmm. of like, 
I have my power has been taken away by Richard Lewis. Yes. So I'm gonna go Edward Lewis. Edward Lewis. <laughs> Richard that Lewis. would be an amazing <laughs> movie. Richard Lewis just destroyed him comedically. Yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take something yes. of Edward Lewis. Right. And, yeah. It's yeah. He's he's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. I would definitely say he is not like in the top of Creep Supremes that we have witnessed in movies, though. Yeah, which is really just saying more about how bad Creep Supreme are. How supreme these creeps can be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But t- definitely terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah. I think we all agree we don't like him. Do not like. But he gives a good performance. Yes, good job, Jason Alexander. <clears throat> and see why they cast you as George Costanza. Yes. Yep. <laughs> very <laughs> similar characters. Yeah, right? I mean, George Costanza is a very successful <laughs> lawyer. Yeah. Uh, who works Architect. for- Architect. Yes. Works for a very large company. <laughs> yeah. My last name's Apeldrum. Since the recording of this episode coincides with the Minnesota Fringe Festival, uh-huh. what have what have been your favorite excuses for not seeing your friend's fringe show? Local reference. Local reference. Everybody's got a fringe show, and they ask you to come, and you don't go. But also, like, not as many people have a fringe show, and they don't ask you as much, at least in my experience yeah, now. Once you yeah, Because everyone's died a little inside because we've been locked down for two years. I yeah. used to just not go to fringe because I was asked by so many people that I was like, I can't make it to everybody's show, and I don't want to, like, make people feel bad. Right. So I just said I'm not going to anyone's show. Yeah. Uh, peek behind the curtain. Uh, Dan Linden wrote a fringe show yes. that I was in. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Beth was a producer on. Or sort a, of a like reluctant it. producer on it. Yeah, pretty I, reluctant. Yeah. And what was, my, what was my role? What was I asked to do? Uh, uh, I believe you were asked to come. You were asked to come for sure. Did you? I did. Oh, oh. wow. It was, wow. what was it called? The Sexiest Man Alive? Sexiest Man Alive versus the Robot Horde. Uh, critically ignored. Um, <laughs> Broken even at the box office, I think. Yeah. Well, we did okay. Fun. I guess I mean, we're an eye patch. As you can imagine, it was very, very funny. Yeah. It was oh, really good. It was really good. So much. And people did come. Some people did come, yes. Yeah. Uh, my last days of Paladin follows up with, for a real question, how would you adapt Pretty Woman for a fr- fringe slot? Honestly, it'd be pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Musical's always a popular route. I would do it from the perspective of my favorite character, Barnard Thompson, the hotel manager. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's also, then you get to see some espionage. Exactly. Yeah. Anytime there's a scene where it doesn't have Barnard, we're like, what was he doing at this time? Love when it. When they were at dinner, mm-hmm. what was Barnard doing? You know what he was probably doing? Slitting the throats of some <laughs> diplomat. And <laughs> stay at that hotel. It's a perfect cover. It's the perfect cover. There, you can lure them in with luxury and then- a string comes down from the vent yeah. with just a dropper of poison. Yeah. There's so many people trying to stay in that penthouse and he's like, no. That's like a John Wick assassin <laughs> hotel. Yes, oh, exactly. No. That's no? the opposite because you can't kill people in that hotel. Oh, right. That's a, uh, outside of the... Or maybe it is. Maybe he runs the assassin hotel and he's going out on missions at night. Oh. He's concierge. Anyway, I'd probably do that where I'd like do the first scene that everyone recognizes from the movie Pretty Woman. <laughs> just as soon as they get to the hotel, pivot to following Barnard Thompson for the rest of the time. And just yep, most of the set is just the back dock where everybody does their smoke break. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But like they it. still, we still have those like insane, gigantic red urns. What are those urns? That frame the door to the penthouse. <laughs> I'm saying every time Somebody an old billionaire got dies a in there. Giant yeah. sale on big red urns. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there's like big red, like similarly colored uh, flower pots inside the suite as yeah. well. Yeah. There must yeah. have just been a pallet somewhere. And then also, I guess borders were really popular then, but the decor of that penthouse yeah. is like mind blowing. It's a lot like, going on. it's like Holly Hobby meets Rodeo Drive. 
Yeah. That's my best summary. Yeah. Anyway. It was it, wild. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Is that all of our cues and scenes? That's all of our cues and scenes. Wow. Great transition, Beck. Um, we, as everybody remembers, our rating scale is no hot dog card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is a repurposed hot dog card. Like structurally, it is a hot dog yes. card. Yes. Yeah. From a great distance. The yes. paint job now should make it clear it that it's should. not selling hot it dogs should, anymore. But for some reason, everybody comes up and asks multiple times well, if they're hot dogs. For some reason, they decided to paint it red and yellow, mm. which are classic hot dog colors. Yes, mm-hmm. the condiments of yeah. choice. Yeah. Maybe that's just like um, the director's thing. Like ice cream carts, hot dog carts, mm. not quite hot dog carts. Oh, yeah. Princess Diaries had that ice cream cart. Yep. Mm-hmm. And ruled. <laughs> Yeah, that guy rocked. <laughs> There's a lot of similar scenes between those two movies, yeah. actually. I think he's, I think he's reusing those punch-ups. Yeah. There's like a here's how forks work scene in both of them, right? Yeah. Oh, a lot of movies. My, like that. Yeah, that's true. Which we pointed out, I mean, I don't want to speak bad about Barnard, but his explanation of all the forks is overly complicated. He should have started small. Starts it outside in. He didn't yeah. start it with a short fork. But he's has the number of times, but that's just so you high five on Mike. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I think it's just so you get the comedy of her lifting up the forks and trying to count them. It was for comedy, not for simplicity. Right. Fair enough. He's not trying to actually teach us how to use. Every exactly. time that happens in a movie, I cue in because I don't. <laughs> yeah. I am af- afraid to be in a situation right. where I don't use the right cutlery, even though I kind of hate that there's a lot of cutlery. Oh, right. I feel it in me of like, what if I'm at a fancy restaurant and everyone laughs at me? Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm always. What if I ruined the big deal? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but they sell like cold kale salads or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like just in a, like a, you have to bring your own bowl. Waffle cone. Oh, wow. Okay. This is a new detail. Waffle cone salad. Okay. Mm. Okay. Now it's an innovator. All right. But people are still asking for a goddamn hot dog. No hot dog cart. No hot dog cart. Dad, you gave it three. Yes. You don't know much about it because you haven't seen it. You true. Think of its time, you're a coward. Yes. <laughs> that is what all the things were true from the first half. Um, yeah, I mean, I have said, at, I've discussed at length my issues with the pr- uh, primary uh, romantic duagonist. What do you kind of, I don't know what you call that. Like there's protagonist, but it's really more Julie Roberts movie. But also like it's weird that she's so into him because he's a dud. But also she was so charming. So I'm gonna bump that up to four. Wow. No hot dog cards. On Julia Roberts alone. Wow. No gear bump. <laughs> I want to make that very clear. Mm-hmm. Gear gets no bump. Gear gets no bump. Guys, yeah. I just, I don't hate him either. Like, he's excuse just, me. It is best turn. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Beth, you also gave it a three. You kind of have no ideas about this, but you remember that jewelry clamp? Yep. Which we didn't talk about. No. That happened in the movie. It, it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, she laughs. She and, does. and Molly let us know that that is a real laugh because she didn't know that that genuine. was happening. Genuine. Mm-hmm. Very genuine laugh. Um, Julia Roberts charmed. She charmed. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great, but I didn't like really much about the movie and I really didn't believe their love story at all yeah i'm gonna stick with three i think i thought it was okay okay movie okay i gave it a two and i was really grumpy about it (laughs) i didn't write any notes other than grumpy yeah um 
Yeah, I'm actually going to go up to a three. I'm okay. still like, there were some parts that were good. Julia Roberts charms. There's some really good sort of ancillary characters oh, yeah. as we talked about. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm frustrated by the ambiguity over my feelings towards Richard Gere. Like he's not so bad that I like, no, I hate him. Yeah. Just like I don't know what I don't know what's happening, <laughs> and I'm mad because I'm confused. So Richard Gere in this movie is like the movie about young people from the '90s yeah. of leading men. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where Richard Gere. I feel like fits in a really weird place culturally, at least in my brain. Of like, mm. oh, he's so hot, but he's like. He's so old. Look at his gray hair, but what a hottie also. And then there's the whole like gerbil thing that it fascinates my imagination. Everybody knows the same weird urban myth about him, but we didn't have the internet. Right. I just, I don't know. Just think about Richard Gere too teens, much. Teens can pass things along. Across the country? Yes. Yeah. It's like the, the, the special bark network, whatever it's called. No, <laughs> Midnight, bark. The Midnight Bark. Twilight Bark. <laughs> Twilight, Twilight Bark. bark. Anyway, I'll go up to three. It's got, Great. you know, it's fine. <laughs> so you're still a little grumpy about I'm it. I'm still grumpy about it. <laughs> Molly, you gave it a four. You have some nostalgia of it. Fish eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jay Lot's good. That's as far as. Great. That's fish eyes? That's eyes. Uh, it's got fresh eyes. Fresh there eyes. we go. I might still cringe. J. Rob's good. Yes. J. Rob's. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Wow. Well, I'm going to do my patented cleanup everything I forgot to say during the episode. Oh, wow. Great. One, Bechtel Wallace, multiple passes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Spectacular. Really some of the best Bechtel Wallace passing we see. Yeah. Um, I looked up a lot of trivia for the show, but I could not find the answer to the one question I really wanted, which is how many times was this shown on TBS? <laughs> If anybody knows that answer or knows how to find that answer, please let me know. I misspoke. This was not Julia Roberts' big breakout after the indie hit of uh, Mystic Pizza. Pizza. After that was Steel Magnolias and then Pretty Woman, as well as a number of other hits that I'm sure you are aware of. Um, And uh, it's worth mentioning that Julia Roberts... uh, grew up in from in part in Smyrna, Georgia, which was just north of where I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. And they worked in that she was from Milledgeville, which is like kind of a weird choice of places, but whatever. Is that a real Georgia place? Yeah, it used to be it was one of the many capitals of Georgia Mm. over time and then it became known for um, a place that had one of the few mental health facilities in the state. So to get sent to Milledgeville had like this whole connotation to it huh. mm. i doubt the screenwriters knew any of that i bet they just picked something that sounded small <laughs> as ville on it right that's not quite rockdale so they're like oh it's good anyway um but they put that in there because they were worried her southern accent would come out a little bit so they wanted to pre-explain it uh, which i guess is fine interesting and it kind of does she's got mm-hmm. a little bit of a she does accent. in a few moments where she's really Effusive. I know people who are like that where their southern accent comes out at some times more strongly than others. Uh-huh. Uh, just a couple of people like that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, those were the things that I was sorry I didn't get a chance to bring up. I bring up now my apologies for leading you astray on that Julia Roberts history. 
I also have a confession to make. <gasps> when I first saw this movie, I also did not like Richard Gere very much. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I also feel kind of ambivalent about him and don't think that he is that great. But hearing you two complain about him so much mm. just really set me into defense mode. Interesting. So I maybe defended this movie a little bit more um, strongly than maybe I might have been inclined to. Sure. I also do think, though, compared to like a lot of leading men in rom-coms, he gets a little bit more to work with. And I do feel bad that he was told to tamp down his acting. That's a shame. Because it's way tamped down. Yeah. Like, like how big was he playing that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that part's kind of a bummer. He should have been able to just do shirtless all the time. That would have helped. I mean, I feel like they added the shirtlessness because, like, he wasn't sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you understand why she was sexy? Yeah. And also, okay, okay, do we have to have the first shot of her be lacy underwear? And then it pans up to her face. How are we going to know she's a pretty woman? <laughs> yeah, it's in the title. <laughs> yeah, People Which, are going in to see the pretty woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot that doesn't get examined here, but that's really a sign of the times. I think in the end, nostalgia carries me, and I stay with my four. No. What was the rating system I came up no with? Hot dog no, hot dog no hot dog carts. Huzzah. 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 Wow. So I guess in conclusion, Richard Gere should have requested that he not only get to play piano, but that he gets to do it shirtless. Yeah. Well, that he not only get to play piano, but he also get to play a character. Oh, yeah. bam. Take yeah. that, Marshall. Yeah. yeah. You hack. Gary. Reusing your snail catch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Great catch, though. Oh, really my God. It was so good. Incredible. The whole movie is really worth that snail catch. Do you think you really caught it? Yes. Or is it trick photography? No, Mel Gr- Brooks. No, I'm Gary Marshall. It. I am so sorry. I don't know why I'm so stuck on this. It was such a different this. movie. I really apologize to all of Hollywood. Definitely not all of it. I apologize to everyone. Most of them are scum. <laughs> um, but no, um, Gary Marshall yes. himself through... <gasps> arced uh, shellfish oh, after shellfish how many takes? at the actor until he felt like he had really convincingly nailed it. That, I just... So, no CGI. I'm picturing, like, too many takes, oh, right? yeah. Like, throwing too many snails at that guy. There's just, like, oh. a pile of snails on the ground that we don't see. <laughs> a level of perfectionism that probably made everyone insane. Yes. But I would watch that reel. Oh, me too. Okay, yeah. so if you can get access to the number of times this movie played on TBS, yes. yeah. I know you also can get access to the blooper reel of just the shellfish flying. Yeah. We are looking for the Hector Elizondo character <laughs> of movie trivia, yes. where you do whatever it takes to get the results that you need. And you'll be rewarded with a kissing montage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Is that what I would say if I were the Hector Elizondo of anything, which I am not? Yeah. Who could be? Who could be? Hector is he still alive? Yes. I'm assuming yes. Oh, okay. Somebody I feel check like we in. We would on have him. been informed. By who? The media. Uh, <laughs> sure. You'd see him trending. Maybe. I have the internet. Does someone make one of those websites for him? Oh, maybe. That'd be helpful. Oh, that's sad. We could. Is Hector Elizondo still alive? Yes. <sighs> he's 85 years old. Oh, Hell yeah. Wow. I bet he's still like just waltzing. Oh, yeah. 85 years young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's also in Runaway Bride, which also stars Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Whoa. So this is just, I mean. Do you there's... think there's a snail catcher in that one, too? Uh, is that a Marshall? 
It must be, right? Or else why would they all be in the same thing together? I don't know. Was Larry, what's his name, also in it? This is huge. This is huge. <sighs> Director Gary Marshall. Oh! oh! Cracking the door on the Marshallverse. <laughs> uh, wow. Paired him up again. Do we have to pivot to a YouTube channel that just discusses the Mar- Marshallverse? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm in. Okay. I haven't seen Runaway Bride. Yeah, Me neither. As it turns out, I've written a fringe show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's just about the Gary Marshall verse. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. It's oh well, that's you're in luck. Yeah. Cost you eight buttons to get in. <laughs> <laughs> playing five times at random times. Uh-huh. You'll have a good time. Anyway. Wow. We love thanks art. everybody for coming to the podcast. Yep. <laughs> yes, thank you for coming. Uh please uh, here uh, like and subscribe. Uh, smash that smash that button. <laughs> Leave a review for once. God damn it. <laughs> you said you were going to be nice about it this I time. Did. Wait, let me do another take. All right. Leave a review. <laughs> That's nice. We haven't had one in a while. It'd be nice to read one. Wow. Wow. Mr. Thompson. <laughs> wow. Hotel, hotel manager. Wow, wow. 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 You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you do it. <laughs> I'll read it. Oh my what God. time is it? It's 11.55. No. This is not a special episode. We no, have done before midnight. That's right. <laughs> Screw you guys. You got enough. Till. You've milked all the blood out of this rock. You can, you bastards. <laughs> please, please keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> it's a really creative outlet. No one asked me to be on their fridge show. Aww. I wouldn't Aww. have time to rehearse anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's true. I couldn't do it now. You can be in Marshall verse. Yeah. Can I be snail catcher? Absolutely. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Fringe twenty twibbity two. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> when it's out. When it happens. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>